means to you and how you're not gay for listening to it. I don't know. What music uh, means to you? Yeah, fuck it. And then Ben's secret top fifth topic that we won't even put on there because he's gay. Fuck you. And he sucks. <laughs> he sucks. He sucks the dick. I might actually. I might actually insert it. Uh, after the first topic, you want to insert the dick into the first topic? He wants to insert it into the first topic. No, 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 no. It's gonna piggyback off the first topic. You want like to piggyback a, onto it? Like a fucking supervisor who won't shut his goddamn mouth and wants to repeat what the other guy said. Like a supervisor who wants to piggyback off the first guy and not repeat what the first guy said. Exactly! Wait, you are by far anything like a supervisor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking super. I know Delgado got it. <laughs> everyone welcome to memento morons i have returned from my self-imposed exile i put it on myself don't worry anyway today we have got a deep dive of sorts it's mainly about music but we have a full bar here tonight so starting off from the top as usual we start with our listening device who is probably helping the nsa uh give it up for wait what's its name now the aggro Craig. What the fuck does that mean? Just call it Craig. You aggro never watched fucking Craig. Guts from Nickelodeon? <laughs> oh. Yeah, Aggro Craig. Yeah, it's it was the called the Aggro Craig, not the Craig retard. Well, his name's Craig. It's, it's, a play, it's a play on the word aggro, dude. Yeah, dude. we already get enough of that from him. Anyway, all right. Following that up, we got the Beef Pilgrim himself, Matt. That's me. I just got a webcam. I'm trying to do insurance now. What are we? Yes. Uh, next up, we have got Ben Bain, as usual. What's up, bitches? Editor and Queef over here. <laughs> okay. Next up on the list, we got Dalton here as himself. Ah. And for today, we have a special guest. Uh, two, two special, special guests. guests. I yep. just I said that. Shut your mouth. All right, all right. We have two special guests. It is an old acquaintance of ours named Delgado and his wife, Tina. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. We're going to talk about everybody. I thought you said Tina and his wife, Delgado, for a second. I was just like... (laughs) No, here, Ben, cut that out. Let me do it again. We have Tina and her wife, Delgado. (laughs) Perfect. Until somebody else edits, they can't dictate what to cut out. (laughs) But I edit. I can dictate... I have permission now! You edit the YouTube videos. This ain't but the YouTube still edit. videos. You didn't say! You didn't specify! Good I didn't think I had to specify. My my bad. I thought you had an IQ above room temperature. You've known me for like, what, 17 years? You don't think you don't have to specify with me? Yeah, well, you've known me for fucking 17 years. You don't think you would have fucking figured shit out yet? Yeah, you retarded. <laughs> ben, Connor, go ahead. Exactly, I like Windows. Yes, <laughs> anyway. So, Windows 10. The, <laughs> as I said... This will be kind of a deep dive. Mainly it's into music. 
and all the topics will be about music. We have talked about it before, but this is kind of more of a dedicated one for each of us to get out all that we can. And then hopefully in the future, we won't get too crazy about music until we do another one. We could always be crazy about music. Yeah, I mean, we're not really good at keeping with topics. We literally just talked about Steam Power Graph. (laughs) We're at episode episode 68.7. Wait a minute, are we at 69? No, 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 we're not counting this one. We are 69 will be nice. Oh, 69? Yeah, but this is six. No, this is 68.5. Okay, you know what? Fuck it. I can roll with that. Because then the next one will be dedicated to nothing but stupid and sex stuff. It should be. It's number 69. Anyway, okay. The bits of music we'll talk about our favorite genres, why? If and one that I'm pretty sure Matt probably suggested, it sounds like a Matt one. If a band loses a key member, should the band keep going? That was, that was ben. actually Ben. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. It sounded like a Matt one in my opinion, but all right. Be I, I made it in better words than he did. Fair enough. Next, we got strange genres that you normally don't listen to, but still like. They could be ones that nobody knows, or just one that you hate that you listen to. And to top it all off, what music means to you? Hell yeah. Now then, because we have a fucking music nut in here, Matt, why don't you start us off? Oh, that's me? Fucking music loving substance swami over here. Um, Music is good because good music is good music. Duh, (laughs) (laughs) Louis. I grew up listening to nothing but uh, hip hop and metal. I didn't know it was metal at the time. All I know is I listened to. Insane Clown Posse, Eminem, all the fucking Houston screw tape shit, so I know all that Dirty South shit, and then my cousin was like, yo, this band Slipknot says motherfucker really loud, and I was like, bet. <laughs> so that was kind of me growing up, uh, and then all the 90s stuff, my mom listened to like Savage Garden and Red Hot Chili Peppers, and then my friend Jared introduced me to System of a Down, which oh, yes. broke my... um musical hymen if you will (laughs) and into the metal genre which oh man that spiraled out of control real quick i got into lamb of god fucking cannibal corpse job for a cowboy car anything super heavy when when me and joey would go to hastings and just look for the most violent cover we could find (laughs) like you know we're gonna buy that and like heavy and i mean now not so much but for high school I will always be a metalhead, but then I got into the Beatles later, and that really chilled me out in my time of life where I needed, I needed it because I still love metal, but a lot of metal now, if it's trying to just recreate the older style, yes, sort of. it's it's like it. I need substance other than just like oh, it's metal. Boom, here you go. Oh, uh- Matt, may I bother you with a question? Because you always bother me, bud. You put your dick in my mouth before. What? Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Anyway, quick question. Because Kyle mentioned it earlier when I was hanging out with him, I told him our topic was this. I said I wasn't going to participate, of course, but that's changed. Anyway, he but was talking better. with one of his friends. By the way, it's Kyle's birthday. He is thirty-four, 34. five. Happy birthday, Kyle! Wait, Kyle's older than me? Yes the fuck? Yeah, He's but you're gayer than him, so it's a counter counter yeah, whatever. Drink anyway, so Baby. when I told him about music, I thought the original topic was just about death metal only, but then, so Kyle asked the question, he said, 
Does Slayer count as death metal or thrash metal? They're thrash. They're, They're thrash. They're, thrash, thrash is like Anthrax, Slayer, Municipal Waste. They're they're more constant um, snare like, hi-hat da, 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 and just a lot of... You gotta get a lot of information out in a short amount of time, so it, it's... Good example. Uh, Slayer is on the high end, is on like the more heavy end of Thrash, whereas Metallica is on the lighter end of Thrash. Yes, their their death metal is more. Death deal- met- I mean, don't get me wrong. Slayer still talks about death and Satan all the fucking time, but it's what yeah, but, but ironically, end. but ironically, the fucking lead singer is like a diehard Christian, which I always found no, he's funny. Ca- he's a Catholic. Oh yeah, he's I a remember they they brought up to him. They're like, hey, so your song you wrote called "God Hates Us All," and he's like, God doesn't hate. It was just a badass song title. Yeah. Dude. Dude, think about think about like fucking Corpse Grinder from Cannibal Corpse. Like he makes songs like I Come Blood, but he goes over to fucking Target and gets stuffed animals I, by the dozen. I will say Corpse Grinder does not write the lyric. He's written a couple songs for Cannibal Corpse, but that's mainly Alex Webster and Paul Merkowitz, which are the drummer and the bassist for Cannibal Corpse. That being said, he is still the front man that f- puts oh, a yeah. face to the song, Whenever, you know what I mean? Because uh, um, Chris Barnes, the original singer for Cannibal Corpse, who coined the name, uh, it was around their fourth album. After their fourth album, he was like, kind of, you know, I don't... They just, they knew they needed a separate, separate ways, and so they called Corpse Grinder, because he had a band called Corpse Grinder at the time, yeah, because I I have a three hour documentary about Cannibal Corpse, which is fucking badass. I'm actually interested. But they called him, <laughs> and he was at his mom's house, and like, hey, yo, this is a uh, Alex Webster from Cannibal Corpse, and he's like, I already know what they're gonna say. Hello, like, hey, man, you want to be the lead singer for us? He's like, okay, <laughs> like, hey, like, I just got the opportunity of a lifetime, because the first album they did was, um. Fuck what pulverized I believe where it's got this the zombie who's got barbed wire through his teeth and his dick's cut off and he's full of maggots. And the first song they did, there's this giant loud fucking scream, like a high end scream, which he for some reason he couldn't get down. So he went to the bathroom and he he said he had to do like a Hollywood moment, like this is your moment, man. Don't fuck it up. And he went back out there. Yeah, killed that shit, bro. Because they already knew who they needed, and usually, especially when you change a lead singer, that's gonna change the whole band. But since yeah, the uh, the band itself was writing the music, they already knew what sound they needed. And he, dude, I'm, yeah. I'm a diehard Cannibal Corpse fan. They're hard to listen to, but fuck, I goddamn love them. I actually did not know that Torture was made in 2012. Dude, I thought I- it was. No, that's <laughs> torture was only invented in 2012. Back well, then, no. they had to do just tickles or something. Well, yeah, no, they Connor, just them Connor, to like stop. Well, no, Connor, stop it, stop. Con- I'll tell you everything. For context, Connor, uh, Matt got me into Cannibal Corpse by playing Scourge of Iron, which is in the Torture album, which is made in 2012, and like that got me into shit like high velocity impact splatter and shit like that. Which see, honest- but Scourge of Iron <laughs> is a good introduction. I've gotten three separate people, one of which only listened to, like, Brazilian pop. 
<laughs> in the military, and I mean, he's he's dead now. He crashed his own car into a tree because he was super depressed. But at that time, I showed he's him that. He's not gonna song. have life insurance. He should. <laughs> I could get him that in the future when I'm licensed. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's that's it's just because even I bought that album when Charlie took me to uh Hastings and he was like, Hey man, put it in your CD. I'm like, Are you, you might not like it? And then we were kind of skipped because it's Cannibal Corpse is 70% train wreck it's a music, train, it's a train wreck with blast beats, yes, but that 30% but- is solid grooves. And, and that Scourge of Iron is the heaviest, sludgy. You gotta call it sludge, man. It's such a heavy groove it, metal that, like, even both of us stopped in the middle of the street, and started headbanging in the fucking. It makes you think about. It makes you think about trudging through snow and mud with forty pound weights on your goddamn ankles. You know, it's like dun 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 dun. You know. When we saw them live, that's how they opened it up. There were so many what? people in the pit that my feet weren't even touching the ground. <laughs> it was great. It was insane. Dude, that tells me that I need to be in the pit with you at some I point. I bought you the ticket and you couldn't go, so fuck you. <laughs> I know! I'm sorry! It's too late. The damage is done. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, love metal. I will always be a metalhead, but now I'm kind of more into the alternative. I got into the strokes. Anything Strokes vibed, I'm all about it. I love uh, Mars Volta. I love finding the weirdest genres that aren't on the radio. This motherfucker's stroking out over here. What the that's fuck? That's fine. I, if I have a stroke <laughs> listening to the Strokes, that's how I'd want to die. And then my wife could put her boobs <laughs> in my face right before I perish. Delgado, <laughs> Tina, are you having fun? <laughs> Tina, no. I'm sure Delgado would want... She can shove her titties in his mouth if he's dying of a heart attack, right? There you go! So- fuck yeah! And he can shove his titties in yours if you're dying of a heart attack. There you fucking go! I, I gotta ask Michaela if she'd be okay with that. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, she's a, like, I mean, I'd probably call 911, but I can do it before they show up, I guess. Here's you know the I mean? thing. Here's the thing, y'all. Honestly, I think I can consider Tina one of our super fans because of how she's been receiving the podcast lately. And Delgado is is used to debauchery. Probably on all fours. Like. Delgado is used to debaucherous bullshit. Fuck, I was his roommate for years on end, you know? And they were roommates. Oh my god, they were roommates. (laughs) Does Ben's dick taste? I know y'all been there. Oh my god, no. He's been there. No, he's been there when after I fucked the Uh, bitch. He's he's been there when he fucked him. After I fucked the bitch. No, he's been there after. You fucked the girl, bitch! No, fucking cocksucker! Let me you're, fucking finish, you scrub fucking fuckwit! You're you're saying he tasted another woman's juices off of you? Wow, no, fucking! That's hardcore, no. dude. What was his Welcome name? to the club. No, because I railed it out on her while he was passed out. Okay. You so fucked him when he passed up. out? No, I didn't rail it when he was passed out, motherfucker. So you railed him then. No! As long as you're making contact with him, it technically counts as a threesome. <laughs> God damn it. I mean, it's almost threesome, but it's because it's two dudes, but yeah. It's like game is a threesome. Two dicks, one vagina. Mathematically, it worked out, but still, that didn't fucking happen. Yeah, like me, Matt, and your mom. Fuck you. Yeah. Eiffel Tower! Yeah, dude, we held hands the whole time. 
Yeah, Delgado was there in the corner masturbating to it. It was great. Good motherfucker. <laughs> God damn. It was great, man. He climaxed as soon as the rope broke around his neck. <laughs> it got him a mustache and everything, dude. It was awesome. Nah, this motherfucker was there. I, I bring a bitch home. Uh, at fucking night, rail it out, and then she fucking leaves, and then for some then fucking you fuck reason, him. no, for some fucking reason, I'm butt hurt, and he's fi- and he's feeding me shots of tequila. Because he- butt hurt, you're butt hurt because he's railing you. Yeah, Delgado <laughs> hurt his butt, and he gave you alcohol to help numb the no! pain. No, dude, no. <laughs> hey, bro, you said butt hurt. It's all love here, man. We're not judging you, except we're judging you. So. Whatever the fuck you want at this point. Okay. I, mean, I mean, if you're gonna be sitting on the fucking like sitting down all day, at least sit on a dildo in the air force. That's what no, you're you know what? It's it's 2023. Without the influence of alcohol, but I'm yeah, drinking yeah, alcohol, yeah. If so... If it does not fit, you must acquit. Okay, we get <laughs> it. It does not fit. That's why he's still allowed around elementary schools. I think he's going to have a Bane spot. Oh, Bane's about Heidi. Hey, we could get Brad on this. Oh, God, yes. So, dude, 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 dude. They fucking went to fucking Arkansas and had an inflatable sex doll in the backseat of their fucking car, along with a whole bunch of fucking uh, rappers to, uh, like, fucking... What are they uh, talking about? I, I have an inflatable sex military story, too. Oh, shit. Your wife? <laughs> someone, someone bought an inflatable sex doll, and it literally got passed around to different privates in the military. So I, end, I ended up having it, and I put it in my computer chair with the hoodie on and stuff. So I'd forget it was there half the time. So when I opened my door, there's someone sitting in my chair that made me freak out. And one time we were all getting drunk, so I put a shot glass in her pussy, and I forgot it was there, and it spilled, and it broke the damn glass everywhere. But uh, <laughs> whenever they were doing barracks checks, and my sergeants came in there, and they're like, well, damn, Bundia, I guess I'm not gonna tell on you for having a woman in your room. Like, ha ha ha. I guess you got a chicken here, but did you have to knock the air out of her? Like, <laughs> that, that like, reminds Bundia, did you have sex with them? Like, of course I did. If okay. anyone says no, they're fucking lying. This what, is a fucking... what song were you listening to while you fucking did it? <laughs> I don't, I didn't. I, it's hard to fuck to music because you end up going on the beat and it becomes hilarious. Just get uh, live cool. albums so you get, like, you know, people applauding every for like a couple of minutes. Have you ever tried fucking to techno music? I've it's never tried funny. fucking, apparently. It's funny so as fuck. You just... <laughs> what sex? Yeah, right? Something right? Like an uncle and a nephew. Don't even fucking start, Ben. Don't even fucking start. I'm gonna suck in two weeks. Shut the fuck up. Ew. It's like my brother one day, he said, it's been six months since without sex, and I was like, wow, what a fucking tragedy. Please explain <laughs> more about your tragedy. <laughs> Whatever will I do to help you? I really hate sh- hearing- sh- Connor I really- was like, shut your mouth and get over here, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't gay, Jesus has nothing says. to do with this, bud. Yeah, Connor, you're you're fucking you're fucking treasure to have, and we are glad to have you on He's this fucking, fucking podcast. Treasure. 
Yeah, you're he a is a, for fucking. He's a fuck trophy. trophy. He's a fuck trophy. There you go. I mean, yeah. You're there like, you, you're there like, you go. There you go. Dick hole. Ben, I've known about that word ever since fucking Dalton's dad said it to me. All right, cool. He's so like, Dalton's don't tell your friend that I'm having sex with your butthole. <laughs> it's rather tainted. Did I come, Mr. Slayton? <laughs> yet. Please, sir. Dalton, that's crude. I know your dad, and I know he would absolutely let me come. That is quite a ballsy. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, good one. That, that is quite I a joke, but he... Okay, never mind. What is actually going on right now? Like, what It's the not fuck about music, on? that's for damn sure. Yeah, it's, let's move it, on. Matt. It's loosely I about, about music. stuff. I like metal, and now I kind of like alternative rock stroke style stuff. I like all kinds of music. Except for country and Tejano. Okay, Ben, your turn. All right, so I was basically raised initially off of rock and metal. I cut my teeth on shit like you know the basic bitch, ACDC, Metallica, Nine Inch Nails, Marilyn Manson. Metallica is basic bitch. Like, well, honestly, ACDC is more basic bitch than Metallica. Let's be honest here. Totally. Yeah, but I like ACDC though. But yeah, you, you just like ACDC because you're an electrician and you're like, oh, it's alternating current and direct current. Oh. I mean, they're but, a good band. The issue yeah. is just they sound like actual fucking goblins when they sing. Well, dude, the fucking lead singer looks like a goblin because he's been wearing the same outfit for 40 fucking years. <laughs> what are you talking about? hasn't found fucking shorts to fit him since he was a fucking middle schooler. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, like this. Everyone who's listening, go to YouTube and look for I Would Walk a Thousand Miles, that one song, and search for it basically a thousand miles ACDC. You are literally going to have like the background of the song playing and the lead singer singing back in black. It's eye opening. Uh, ACDC has already been called out for having the same drum beat through multiple albums. They've been doing this. I mean, their their motto was three chords to rock the world, but they haven't changed the three chords. Well, I mean, it's they haven't changed. Raw. They're still doing it. They change. They haven't changed anything from Back in Black to Stiff Upper Lip, but it's still working for them. So I applaud them for that. Regardless, I mean, if Your you mom got- is known as Stiff Upper Back. Oh my God. But no, no, so, yeah, I basically, I I was raised off of Metallica, Nine Inch Nails, um, fucking Korn, Marilyn Manson, ACDC, so, like, you got the fucking pentafecta of fucking bullshit that's all metal adjacent at the very least and new metal at the most. So, um, with regards to, with regards to fucking favorite genres and whatnot, how it actually kind of manifested. I kind of, it actually happened a lot later. Late teens, early fucking twenties. I found a, I found an affinity for symphonic metal and industrial metal. Uh, I do have, I do have a, yep. Fucking, fucking Ram I really thought, I really thought Ben was going to say infin- I found an infinity stone. I was going to be like, oh, good job, bud. Fine, no, no, no. I'll do it myself. No, no, dude, dude, dude. I'm No glove, no love, and there's no love in this podcast. So there's no fucking infinity stones. There's no love in this podcast. We've known each other for like almost yeah, we 20 love years. Each, we love each other very much. Yeah, fuck we've you, been Ben. Doing there's a lot of love for, in this fucking podcast. We've been doing it for 87, 87- 
68 point or 68.7 episodes. Let's be yeah, real, man. It's been a closer to 75. We've just lost a few. Yeah, we just lost several because of technical difficulties. But regardless, this is not going to be one of them. Yeah. Yeah, my goddamn graphics card better fucking pick up its goddamn weight because I'm doing this in fucking video. Anyways, so, uh, but yeah, that's that's what I basically cut my teeth on. And then I found out that I had an affinity for a little bit of thrash, a lot of industrial, a lot of symphonic, and if you spoke German, that was a plus. A la Megahertz, a la Ramstein, a la fucking, uh, I buttered the bread with butter. <laughs> of, <laughs> Wait, what? That one song by Tool that's just about to how to make cookies? Dude, I, I fucking love the song about Tool that ma- that's about making cookies. But no, I actually have to give credit to Matt. Dyer Von Satan? Like, no, no, no. I have to give credit to Matt for this one because he introduced me way later than he knew about, yeah, I butter the bread with butter. And they're fucking song. We butter our bread with butter. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And they're song 20 kilohertz and shit. And they have a fucking scooter as their fucking uh, album cover. Dude, that's like why a- I'm pumped. My friends, like, hey, bro, you want to go see Necrogoblicon? Like, I've only listened to like one song, but sure. And the only song I remember was the goblin was there just smoking pot on the couch the whole time. Dude, you you got me into fucking concerts with just two or three songs in my repertoire. It's it's all. And they good. were badass. They're totally fucking worth it. Fuck yeah! And I got I got you into fucking three T two. They happen to be opening for fucking Cradle of Filth. <laughs> Like shit. Fuck yeah, dude. Three teeth is fucking life. Their fucking mic stand is enough. Goddamn. Four teeth sound like an Arkansas cat. Like a. To be fair, four teeth would be a lot better for chewing. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like an Arkansas band. No, 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 no. It could be. It's it's a fucking Vermont band because someone in Vermont made a toothbrush, not a teeth brush. (laughs) <laughs> good lord all right go, that about but, go on but, live thyself go on live thyself yeah i'm live th- i hate censorship so big dude what the fucking shit that's the pinnacle cup gains in the ekans that's enough they football and yet i know ekans is a neat pokemon yeah right yeah. i don't know why you're speaking pokemon snake. language ekans is backwards for snake Fuck yeah let's talk about luck then by the way, to make Matt kind of sad, this is the 68th time we've gone with mentioning Pokemon when we have tried not to. It doesn't make me sad. It's just it got so shoehorned and talked about for 20 <laughs> fucking minutes in the la- in like four fucking episodes in a row. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, never mind. Moving on. Uh, uh, I, like, I like Pokemon. I'm not saying that. Well, just like, we no, haven't Matt's mentioned like... dicks yet, so I'm going to mention a dick real quick. So there was a... Oh, we're talking about Nick Bet. We're not. It's not 69 yet. (laughs) Yes! Yes! Uh, God damn it! It's our favorite genres, right? Our favorite genre is not peni, okay? Come on. It's for me, thank you. Uh, I love my wife and all, but if she had a dick, I'd love her better. God damn it. Anyway, my favorite genre has been pretty much. I don't know how to fucking explain it. It's kind of like. It's anything really kind of Nordic folk music. Like I knew the first shit. word would be Nordic. I, I fucking... It. Dude, I listen to that shit quite often. Like, when I was driving around Austin all fucking day working at that last company I worked at, I could not fucking 
I was just pissed all day because like I hate traffic. I hate people in Austin and I hate that goddamn town. That's why I don't yeah, Austin traffic. Austin traffic is the worst. I don't fucking blame you. It's Dude. it's great when you got a good podcast you're trying to get through. Because yeah. they have to match the podcast. But Jameless I was getting much like Memento Morons or <laughs> last podcast on the left. Which we actually have a new listener from last podcast, which was kind of cool. That's uh, fucking awesome. We fucking I told we fucking you, stole man. One. I fucking told you. But yeah, so I would listen to that music to calm me the fuck down. Like, because I was constantly pissed and so i would just be listening to it and since i become came like super spiritual i've been really kind of invested in it like the other day i walked outside and just sat down and just listened to it and just literally like let the wind hit me and shit i was like god i feel fucking pagan as shit today oh so it wasn't 90 something degrees or else you'd be bitching about the wind hitting you yeah no it was like it was if he was a boy band it'd be 98 degrees oh (laughs) but i mean that's kind of one of my favorite genres, but I mean, I, I grew up with like, obviously like 90s boy band shit. I grew up with country because of my parents. Dalton, if I might intervene with this, you Are you going to tell me no, what I grew up with? No, not with what you grew up with, even though partial, I was there partially. Uh, I was uh, eight, but yeah. Well, fuck you. Uh, no, what no, I was dude. doing. No. <laughs> I went to fucking high school when I was eight. Yeah, no. Oh, no, no, I was about to say it's a rape joke, but continue. Yeah. I was, oh, he, fair enough. He, yeah, he was doing uh, that. I was like, that was up when I was eight, but continue. No, uh, Dalton, if anything is from across the pond, then it's crossed about 60% of the way that it needs to get to your ears. Because if anything's from a, a place other than the U.S., then it's got an instant pass for you to at least listen to a track from it. Hence, Ramstein, they are industrial metal. Like, for the most part. Let's be fucking honest. I mean, I listen to Breaking Benjamin, and I still do listen to country. There are still well, country yes, artists I like. You specifically... I, I will listen to... Li- I listen to, like, Sylvia Svensson, which is uh, Fuck You, which is a fun-ass song. Uh, well, I listen well, to Glory Hammer, uh, Amonomoth, which is fun. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. They're opening for Ghost this year, bro. Oh, shit. Yes! Oh. When the Ghost fuck are they also playing? is Swedish. Yeah, super Swedish. Ghost kicks ass. But no, it, it's t- t- no, t- been, like <laughs> favorite genres. Ghost kicks ass. No, Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot. Delgado's a ghost hater. Delgado's a ghost it's hater. Get the fuck out of my podcast. like a boy band. They are not. I don't care. I don't care if they're metal or not. They're they're a satanic blue oyster cult. They are dad rock. I was yeah, gonna they're say ABBA. Rock. I was gonna say they're, ABBA. They're satanic, ah, Dad Rock. They've covered, they've covered ABBA. They're yeah, metal. Probably. They have actually. I do like their, their first, ABBA covers. Their first two albums were metal as shit. They've they've definitely come down from metal, but hold up, hold up, hold up. They brought they, 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 hold up, hold up. No, hold up. one minute. They brought <laughs> Theater back to fucking rock. They're anthem rock at this point, man. They sold. They sell out stadiums. Okay, okay, hold on. Show. It's a theater. No, Ghost is not a ghost. It's on a very small verge of being metal. Like, they're not even like... Dude, listen listen to their first album. Their first album will make you want to fucking sell your soul to the devil. (laughs) I don't think that's a full thing. At least oh, one. Fucking Hello's already King got mine. He's the real Kingdom Priest, so you know it's not a backstory. He actually 
does practice and does believe the occult. He is, he is very, yeah, it's very yeah. blatantly satanic. Green Diamond is amazing and all hail him. But yeah, like you know, they want to be that. They want to be that that old Norwegian death metal look and uh, yeah. And then you listen to their songs and you're like, how the hell does this sound how like? How dare this? you call them Norwegian? They're Swedish. <laughs> oh, no, Swedish and Norway are two different things. <laughs> what that Norwegian death metal? They want the Swedish death metal look, like Emperor. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, it's it's the face paint, but it's because yeah. he was such a fan of Kiss growing up, he wanted face paint on top <laughs> of a mask because he wanted he, he he just wanted to be the basis for his own band, but he had he to record. Your dress. Had, Nobody wants to be Peter Chris. Okay? He, had, he had he had to record the vocals so he can get his his thing out and then when the people heard it they're like yo i like your singer he's like i want to play bass like no we want the singer to be the singer even the first picture of ghost he just got his neighbor so he can have people behind him i fucking love this this is like why i'm not saying they're, they're still metal to me they're not like fucking cannibal yeah. corpse or anything at all not at all but they theater they brought theater they brought theatrics and and it's a show. You go, you see them. There's a whole show. There's fucking fire and sparks, and there's they got a oh, whole backdrop of that's like looks like stained glass windows for a church. <laughs> anyway, I also like speed metal. Yes. <laughs> and also, 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 <laughs> poor Dalton. <laughs> kind of got hijacked there a little bit. I will say, I will say this. Uh, Matt go, is shocker of the face. Oh fuck you. Uh, fucking, yeah, fucking, let's fucking go, bitch. How many fucking hits can you take before you fucking drop? Uh, but anyways. As now, many uh, as makes me come. Alright, so like three. Okay. Yeah, but yeah I know. <laughs> you hit, bitch. Okay, who's next to talk about this? Anyway, I, uh, I like speed metal because it's not like the, the deep growling stuff. Yeah, yeah. I get you. You like a lot of the stuff that's like the for me on all the power metal music, the speed metal, oh, yeah. the music's great. But the, the, it loses the, instead me. of the instead of the growling, it's the ah, ah, that kind yeah. of shit. Yeah, see that that was so high it cut out. That's like Judas yeah. Priest. Like yeah, I, I, it's well, still well, good. The music's great, but it does lose me at the lyrics because, and it's not all bad. Yeah, I kind of hate bad. that I turn. I yeah. I kind of hate that they turn off on some stuff just because the music's so great and then the lyrics get cheesy oh. for me a bit. Hold up, hold up. Hey, Delgado, what? Hold on, hold on. What, uh, Delgado, what'd you fucking say? It didn't pick up. What bands does he classify as speed metal, though? There you go. Oh. Fair like, like, question. So, Glory Bear Hammer question. is counted as speed metal. Uh, yeah. Like, Nano War Steel is kind of parody metal. I love fucking parody. Yeah, metal. they have a song that's basically made after a planetoid body and an asshole. It's Uranus. It's that's all it yes. is. Like we, exactly. It's fucking Uranus, dude. Um, actually, it's pronounced Uranus. Yeah, that's no, actually the truth. Anthrax, speed metal, Judas Priest, Halloween, Motorhead. Uh, oh, buddy, buddy, buddy. That's all classic thrash and classic eighties. I, that's like, dude, because even then, like, people would think Quiet Riot was heavy metal back in the day. No, those and are hair metal. Like, oh, hair metal. metal. Quiet like, Riot, though. Like, fucking, uh, like, Venom and shit. Hair metal, but it was the first 
metal band, I guess you can say, to top the pop charts. Look, they I'm pretty terrible at labels. Heavy so. Revolution. Yeah, I, I like terrible labels. Whenever you're getting into metal bands, labels are such a... F that will split I, friends down the middle. I, I don't Even like them for the only yeah, fact so I'm like half retarded. Subgenres, hybrid genres, hybrid subgenres. There's too many, man. There's too many fucking genres and I don't care. It's just has metal to be, like though, it. because some <laughs> bands take so many different elements from other genres that it has, it has to be classified as something different. And one yeah, thing yeah. I, I've known as a Ghost fan, in the metal genre, everyone hates them. Like you, you son of a bitch. They are not metal. The guitars, the the instrumentation, isn't even that complex. It's it, not for typical. Me, it's not. It's see, but I would challenge you if you play one of their songs perfectly all the way through, and then we'll see how challenging it actually is. Hold up, hold up. But you put them against, let's say. Even Cannibal Corpse or Overkill or Metallica. Yeah, I'm saying that's that's too different because both technical aspects, like the like, uh, like uh, yeah, the actual like, musicianship, really matters in metal or should at least, and that's how you tell the difference if a drum does blast beats or not is a big difference of thrash or death or See, is it death even or, then, or is it Ghost always? I mean, their first couple albums have super heavier. Like you can headbang to it, but they've also classed like they. I always call them a satanic blue oyster cult because it's more like just a heavier side of rock. But that's pretty good, actually. I like that. That's how it is. Okay. Switch if you're going with rock. If you say that word, yes, I will give you they are heavy, they're the heavier satanic rock, like you Absolutely. just said. Absolutely, but to call it metal, see, to me, I, the instrumentations don't match. There's not metal bands that still have metal songs. Like Helter Skelter from the Beatles, that's metal. Yeah, there's songs from Queen that are metal as shit where you fucking headbang, man. They're like... Yeah, because Brian May is a guitar geek himself. There are instrumentation. You have... I would say if there's, there's such a, a sub-genre of every kind of genre, but like I don't care what they're classified ghost just makes good music to me to where no, even yeah like i love i've seen them twice and uh, that's okay that's, that's my, my yeah my, my, my friend bought me the fucking friendship yeah my friend bought me the pope hat which was like well thanks at least it's practical <laughs> i will wear this <laughs> okay hold on at this point you could look at metal back in like the 80s and you knew who those bands were. The 70s, you knew who those bands were. Now it's become such a broad spectrum of a word to use. It's like one giant blanking category. Like when Absolutely. I saw Ghost, I saw Ghost with Iron Maiden a few years ago up in Phoenix. Same. I was drunk. I don't really have an opinion of the performance, but because I don't have a bad opinion of the performance, it was probably fucking good. Like, oh, it was good. They're just great. Yeah. They're, they're a good band. The, the musicianship is solid. Their shows are solid. They just brought, they made it a show. It's oh, not great. just seeing people play music. It's seeing smoke and fire and fucking curtains drop and all that shit. If they suck so bad, you would have saw everybody at Walking Stick Arena fucking yelling at them and throwing shit. Everybody was having a good time. You know, oh, when people like to like no sometimes. No one's saying not to. Fuck it. If we're going break down into the 
genres and what classifies as a metal band or not. And no, and but this, there is a. Right now, the word metal to be used is so blanketed. No, you can't do that because then you're going to say that, like, uh, yeah, Machine Gun Kelly put out a metal album. No, he didn't. He put out a gay porno. There's a yes, difference. But, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I, 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 wait, wait. wait, I'm actually really curious. What? <laughs> Machine Gun you know? Kelly, who is a latent homosexual transvestite, oh. to. He he got he tried to attack Eminem who destroyed him. Uh, <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up, y'all, 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 y'all. I hate this. I hate to bust this up. I told Tina about this. I know Delgado knows about it because he probably was in within earshot. Fucking Machine Gun Kelly did a cover of Aerials from System of a Down. Terribly, I'm, might I add. I'm Life, afraid to hear. Yeah, dude. Trust me. It is fucking garbage. He did it on fucking what's his face? Uh, Tina, you remember that shit? Uh, Honestly, for me, there's a point where metal is more of a spirit, kind of like punk rock. Yeah, you, you can be punk rock and not play punk, but how but you the whole play? Thing about punk- but punk was always different than metal, and that was a big fight. No, because like when you guys get to my turn, you're gonna there's a whole different genre. Like if you talk about New York hardcore, there's so much punk influence, but you're not gonna call them a punk band. Yes, yeah. You're not gonna no. call Agnostic Front a punk no, band or Sick of It All yeah. or any of those bands. They because are all the it, tell you they're not. But they have metal aspects to them. If you're talking to somebody generally and you're saying like, yo, oh, so you like metal, what are you into? And they say, oh yeah, I like shit like Slayer, Cannibal Corpse, um, I, I like fucking Decapitated, uh, Cattle Decapitation, Agoraphobic Nosebleed, those are all technically different if you're gonna be a fucking snob no, about it. all death metals. Now, but you never hear somebody who calls themselves a metalhead say agnostic front, because hardcore is a different thing. And those- See, but as long as, like, it's honestly everything. There's always been a fight. You know this. See, and like I said, it does, it splits people down the middle, but as as long as it's just heavy, people just want heavy shit to listen to. Whether it's punk or even, there's heavy pop out there. There's heavy fucking dubstep. Dubstep is like a metal version of of techno, technically. Which actually had a bit of a new metal crossover with Korn and Skrillex. Yeah, and, and like, as long as it makes you want to flip a fucking table, I consider that metal as shit. Uh, what what gets you pumped up to beat someone up? Fucking metal. Hold on, hold on. I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna go, I'm just gonna fucking go out and say it. There's a reason why I wanted Delgado and Dina both in tandem on this fucking podcast. Oh, because if we were in person, we'd fight? <laughs> well, no, no, no. Tina, Tina is a veteran of the New York scene fucking uh, music uh, music venue. Any fucking band that has hit the New York State area, chances are she's listened to it or or been That's a part she of She totally the- knows who the Strokes are because they're straight out of New York. Yeah. Actually, my seventh grade math teacher, Mr. Beatus, back in the day, his daughter was dating Fabrizio and I believe the relationship ended when he started dating Drew Barrymore. Like, that's how far back that shit goes. Yeah. So basically, basically we've got, uh, we've got somebody who is immersed in the New York, in the New York state, uh, fucking music background. And then we've got Delgado, who is the, uh, well, actually of fucking metal. Yeah, that's pretty, you're pretty well, actually. Cause uh, like, 
I, I find it hilarious how much hate Ghost gets. Just because it's it's like if you look at them, you assume they're going to sound like Cannibal Corpse, and they don't. Yeah. So yeah. you're immediately okay, you're like, what, what is this? Yeah. But I, you still, I can, I guarantee you, I can make a playlist of Ghost songs that you can't not headbang to. Also, hold on. Before, before we go on... Uh, I just love how whenever Matt was trying to justify Ghost, his keyboard lit up red. So he was like, "I'm challenge accepted." <laughs> I don't really got like I don't want to get an upside down cross tattooed on me, but I still got their G. Yep. yep. I, when I got into them, I listened to them for three months straight, straight all three albums, and then I got to see them when they opened for fucking. Uh, Iron Maiden, and then I got to see them when they headlined with uh, Mastodon and Spirit Box opening for them, which was great because I caught my well, wife no. listening to them. Dalton bought us the tickets, and that was a fabulous show. It was awesome. I, I was about to say, no wonder Devin fucking started listening to him. You fucking implanted earworms by the Megaton. You're just like, fuck, I, 50 <laughs> I, am, I am a virus of music. Mash that he, shit dude, in your goddamn ear hole. <laughs> Seth messaged me the other day. He's like, hey, man, good Steam Power Giraffe album. Honestly, you got me into them, too, because you mentioned you never shut the fuck up, so I had to check them out. I'll, I'll say this, Matt. You kind of got me into them uh, just by name alone, and I looked into them, and the first song that I found was Dance Macabre. See, and that's not a metal song at all. It no, is not. it's not. Not, it's not at all. They not have stuff that's like you can literally dance to it. They don't have. They don't allow moshing at their shows. On that note, people stop the song to be like, "Stop being mean to each other," which is uh, like, "What the fuck?" So the most anti-metal thing ever. Yeah, no moshing. But I mean, I I'm a huge fan of uh, the Mars Volta, and they have a post-hardcore alternative band before that called At the Drive-In, which is super angsty punk. But they don't like moshing at their shows either, but it's like, how are you playing this music that makes me want to jump off of people, and you tell me I can't jump off of people? Well, of course, of exactly. course. You just the wall of death, split the sea, and tell the crowd to crash into each other as hard as they can, and whoever survives, great. Yeah, See, and, and that's not what Ghost is at all, man. No. They want you to be there for the music and the actual show. It's showmanship. Literally, you split the crowd in half at the Dead Sea. Oh, I've been there. I, I got to see Cannibal. I've seen Cannibal Corpse. I've seen Carnifex. I've seen After the Burial. Yeah, Carnifex is amazing. Cannibal Corpse kicks ass. Yeah. That was the same show, I believe, in 2016. It was Cannibal Corpse, Carnifex, uh, Suffocation, and After the Burial. They did the Thunder Tour. Me and Ben saw Suffocation when they were playing with uh, Death to All. Nice. They're such a good band. Everyone in the crowd, like that was when we all got beat up. I got headbutted three times during that show. <laughs> I was fucked up after that show. Dude, I fucking took great. I took everybody off. When it comes to moshing, this is way off topic, but mosh pits and flail pits are different. I hate Absolutely. Flail. Hard, I fucking hate dancing. flailers and I wanna knock their teeth in. It's it, hardcore like, dancing is is very dangerous. Yeah. There's proper ways to mosh when you're just a bunch of people bumping into each other and there's everyone going. Yeah, the yeah. fucking flame effect. My first I don't know if you guys I don't know if you guys have ever um seen them, listened to them, whatever. I, I sent a few songs to Ben. 
but uh, the band called Sick of It All that I mentioned before, if you look at one of their older music videos uh, called Step Down, they actually do some like cool shit. Like it's um, kind of set like at a show and then they'll do segments of like, oh, the pizza maker, like displayed on the bottom and like showing the dance move or like picking up change, the lawnmower, like shit like that. And I want it's a, pizza. a really cool music video. My first concert was, I saw I Wrestled a Bear once before they were big. And it was oh, them. Sure. It was them. Winds of Plague. Um, it was a bunch of other hardcore bands kind of coming up, and there was a lot of people hardcore dancing. And I decided to walk to the bathroom, and then some fifteen-year-old chick grabbed me by the fucking shirt and started hitting me in the face. Goddamn! I punched that bitch in the fucking head because, like, you started this. I'm just trying to take a piss. Like um, hardcore, hardcore dancing is so fucking dangerous. I'm against it. I'm just gonna let a regular solid mosh with a packed gr group of people is less dangerous than people flailing around with arms and feet. I'm just gonna let y'all know the video version is probably not gonna happen because my fucking Discord locked up. Yeah, you keep cutting it like three fucking times. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? I don't care about the video being recorded. It just helps me, you know. I get to see my boys. This is one reason why I love leave his computer for fucking thirty minutes and go eat food. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, "I came back and it was the exact same fucking shit as when I left." So <laughs> I was not much in a hurry. You know, I'm arguing about ghosts, and I will always argue in their it, favor. I just love how every time you try to justify something, you're fucking room turns all red and you're just like you all have it you'll have to witness my fucking bullshit <laughs> you know i can but, make it solid red but i like the changing colors it looks i neat. also can't find my remote for my led lights and i'm kind of upset that's what I was you know what for. Uh, on that note i have I'm the gonna... extra ones if they're still the same brand they will all universally work i have like uh, four of them i still have two sets of led lights that i haven't even set up yet Shit, dude! If they were, if they're different brands, I'll help you set that shit up. It's no, it's no big deal. Fuck it. But uh, on that note, I'm gonna fucking take one last drink and then I'm gonna take a piss because I think I broke the seal. All right. Well, I guess we'll let uh, Mr. Ghost Hater over here talk about his favorite oh, genres. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. Okay. So my favorite genres on the history of how we got into it. There's like two steps. Honestly, for the most part, always just to be classic rock and all that other stuff. Um. What got me into metal and into guitars and got me playing and buying and all that other shit was Grand Theft Auto Vice City. B-Rock was amazing and that first mission, I, yeah, when you hop on the Faggio, it was on B-Rock and Twisted Sister I Run a Rock started playing and I literally bought every album that every song on that game was on. I like right, to walk a steagles so... after that game. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto had a fire soundtrack. They that always do. Right. If you get the soundtrack to, to Cyberpunk, they have a whole metal fucking radio yep. fucking I album. To it. and it's, it's hardcore, dude. Like, legit hardcore fucking metal, dude. It's I mean, insane. if you look at Vice City has V-Rock, which is all the Hades thrash and, and hair metal. You look at Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, had two rock stations, one classic rock and one metal station. Uh, yeah, and the metal station was more of the 90s, like quick living color and stuff like that. Great 90s era. You look at Grand Theft Auto 4, had a 
station hosted by Max Calavera of all the death metal hardcore stuff. Grand Theft Auto Five has a lot of stations. Like the metal one's not the best, but it's still there. I mean, so but honestly, my first dive into metal was the '80s glam and hair. So, but because I was a band geek for so many fucking years with the saxophone and all that shit, like I got into the more technical aspect of it, and I saw that the guitars and the drums, the bass, of hair and glam metal. It's kind of complex and was kind of if you add distortion, it, it can be for me. Um, hair metal is a bit lame. There's still there's still shit that rocks. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> they got songs that are top tier regardless what year you play them in. But it's also just like. No, what you but the whole thing about what I I think that got me into eighties hair and glam. Which is two separate genres, and now people kind of confuse them. It's pretty them, much but. the ghost of the 80s. <laughs> well, yeah. The whole thing about... No, but the whole thing, though, was that it was a life of excess. There was no sad song. It was about partying, sex, booze, drugs. Literally, sex, beat, drugs, and rock and roll, man. That's the fucking trifecta. Used to be. Until the 90s came, grunge came, and everybody loved the whole I'm sad and depressed and fuck See, everything. See, me, growing up, I never liked grunge. I, I just never did. I don't care about it. Like, when Chris Cornell died, I was probably the only one that's like, I don't give a shit, Whoa. and everyone was mad at me for it. Yes, I agree. But, like, I think with the 80s stuff, if you put a distortion pedal on any, like, Poison song, they're hard. It's the just the fact thing, that... The best thing about it, Poison is Rock of Love, the VH1 dating show. <laughs> But if you listen like to the actual guitars and stuff, back in those days, distortion pedals, there was like three of them available: the Boss Heavy Metal, the Boss Death Metal, and that's about and one more. That was about it, man. Absolutely. And everybody played on Marshall amps with stock tubes, and so like if you actually put distortion pedals on those songs. You really listen that they're actually heavy, they're quick, the guitars are shredding. Like if you look at any they, like they really were. They were great musicians. They had yeah. great um like I said, it's hair metal. Like it was it was glamorous. That's the yeah. glam metal part of it. They literally would put their dicks in burritos before they went home to their girlfriends because they were fucking around so much. <laughs> girlfriends is a light term to say you know if I, but if I, honestly but that involved me into getting into the thrash metal of the 80s and like, overall i'm a thrash head like thrash is like my number one genre see in thrash thrash is, on, thrash is on my lower tier of metal like i still enjoy them but i i, I gravitate more towards death and black metal i, I really like a solid groove other That's than like just solid Satan is real. If you don't like Satan, you're queer. Like, whoa, what did you say? I'm sorry. <laughs> at, at, at the same time, at the same time, if you hear Pantera's walk, then if you're not bobbing your head, then you're not human. Pa- Pantera's a fucking league of their own, man. Well, uh, the Pantera we know. Early Pantera was kind of hair metal. That was very they were actually a glam metal band originally. Absolutely. And then they transformed into what we know as Pantera yes, now. As, 
the Pantera. Yes, like Southern, Southern like Power Crash Battle. is so big, though. You have, like, everybody thinks of the Big Four, but the Big Four isn't really a good representation of Thrash. Like, you should go into, like, Exodus or Creator, Overkill, which is, like, my number one band, probably. Yeah, they're Fuck super Thrash. Yeah. Yeah, Destruction. There's all these, like, uh, Annihilator, Dark, Dark Angel, Dark Funeral, Dark... Anything with a dark, I guess. You're Death Angel. That's Thrash. That's Thrash. It's the Big Four. I love the Big Four. They're amazing, and I'm not gonna take credit See, even, away. From even it. for me, like I'm not a fan of Anthrax. I, even the songs I've heard, they got some good jams and riffs, but like, it does nothing for me. I prefer probably out of the Big Four, Megadeth. I would pick out of all of them. I would uh, I would agree with you as a guitarist and stuff. I actually draw towards Megadeth more because fuck Dave Mustaine is a genius. Dude, he's a, ma- uh, he's a master, dude. Kiko, whatever. All the guitars that he's had with him have been at legendary type playing level. But a lot of people get bored of it because you know, they're not into that though. They're not into the yeah. technical aspect of the guitars playing or the bass or the drums i'm all like you don't know how hard it is what they're doing right now on a sheet of music like, yeah, uh, anthrax is the velvet underground of like thrash metal yeah i mean like, what I guess, what I, uh, uh, anthrax which somehow uh, yeah uh, he has some personal connection with anthrax yeah. that, that's fine if you like it good Okay, okay. I, I'm just gonna say this. I'm just gonna say this, y'all. This is exactly why I wanted Delgado and Tina in the fucking in the fucking <laughs> podcast. Some fucking stupid fucking scumbag motherfucking asshole that I used to work with just happens to quote unquote be a family member of one of the members of the band, and I'm just like, somehow I think you're fucking lying. Because you're just that much of a piece of shit. I, but also, I know, know someone. No, but this wasn't from Brooklyn. This guy was from the Midwest. But and I'm I was just not like, like you know, no fucking way. You could probably, I bet you, within about three people, could probably link to one of the members in that. No, I, I know <laughs> someone. I know someone who is related to Axl Rose because he is also an Axl, and there was only three other Axls in the family. And he's <laughs> like, I met him once when he was a teenager. He he was still a fuckhead. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I've been, I've been fucking dreaming. Like, I, I've been fucking dreaming for this trifecta of fuckery, with Delgado and Tina on one side and Matt on the other side, fucking colliding and shit together, fucking meshing it up. I've been fucking ever since I met Tina. Well, metaphorically speaking, because I haven't physically met her yet. But ever since, like, I've known Delgado for over ten fucking years. Like I've, ne- I've I've known him since like 2009, whenever he went over to fucking Podunkas Altus. Uh, I've known I've known him for fucking ever, and fuck it. Whenever I ran across Tina, I was like, okay, fuck yeah, you're like Del- you're like Delgado Light. Uh, fucking hell yes, you need you need to meet my buddy Matt because Matt is a fucking metal-headed purist that hates no. everything that's oh, fucking. Ma- no shit that I can introduce him to. Oh, told you, Bane, when uh, Dalton and Carter visited La Casa. Yeah. That, that I even said, I'm like, I think I'll get along with Matt more, but Matt was never there. I'm like, okay, well, 
Fuck it. Like, That's true. Oh, meat, I'm gonna throw on at least one or two ghost songs that you're like, alright, that was oh! pretty good. Convince me that ghost is metal. They can have good songs. There's no They're great problem songs. with ghost having good songs. But like it's that big label of metal. Like, they they started out as metal-ish and then they grew into not metal-ish. But yeah, sure. But Delgado, ever since you fucking met Tina, and whenever I found out about her background, I've been dreaming of this fucking. I've been dreaming of this conflict and this fucking get together and shit. I'm fucking sorry for you. Like some fucking scissor me timbers bullshit. Anyway, um, uh, I guess it's but, Tina's like, turn honestly, now. Honestly, like 80s thrash and into death will be my like top one and a half, two categories of all metal to me. And it's right. mostly the technical aspect. It's mostly the honest precision. Like even like Cannibal Corpse. Like I like early Cannibal Corpse better because I think it's technically different. It's technically. A little faster, a little harder to play, I guess, or copy, especially the bass, obviously. But you know what See? sucks though? When Chris Barnes like branched off and he did Six no. Feet Under, it wasn't nearly as good. No, fuck, six Feet Under. Six, six, six Feet Under sucks. We can all agree. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> six Feet Under is the best. We have Chris Barnes. Yeah, we're we'll between Israel and Palestine. Chris Barnes oh, is the Axl Rose. Chris Barnes <laughs> is the Axl Rose of the metal genre. I saw them. And honestly, it was one of those things where it was background music, and we were just so into what we were doing at the fucking show. And I'm like, wait, they were the headliner? I'm like, who's going on at Six Feet Under? We were just like, so is there anybody else after this? No. Cannibal Corpse is a, br- a breed of their own, man. They are. I've seen like, them fucking four times. Yeah. I, I got to see them once, and I, I usually take breaks and leave the pit, but for Cannibal Corpse, I couldn't even get out of the pit. I was in the middle for the entire show. It was great. Oh. They are way death metal, but they are just so fucking like... I, mean, I, I saw even OG before Cannibal Corpse. If you would say like one of the few OG bands who can say that OG before Cannibal Corpse in that genre was fucking Napalm Death. Yeah, they fucking carcass, obituary. Yeah, like that's that's all good classic death metal, man. Well, yeah, it's a, a whole type I'm of thing. Like, for you death have, like, metal. Morbid angel, obituary, morbid angel, absolutely. Death before death. To I, all. I will even say if I don't know if y'all heard them, but acid bath. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know Chuck was from the. Oh, Delgado knows about acid bath. Acid bath only has two albums, and they quit when their bassist died. Which they really shouldn't have, because Acid Bath was... Oh, which is the next topic, though. Yeah. That's the next topic, is about yeah. if a key member dies. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. Let's what move happened? on. All right, yeah. so, Tina, so, Tina, what you got? What you got? Um. All right, so kind of like how I got into it. Uh, my mom liked to fuck a lot of bikers, so classic rock was always really big in my house. <laughs> so <laughs> just my mom liked to fuck a lot of bikers and... uh. <laughs> That's why I like music, because it distracted <laughs> from all the moans in the other room. Horror <laughs> <laughs> jokes, if you guys only fucking knew. Because um, mine are actually true. But... Oh, okay, 
Yeah, and my mom had a fucking glass eye. She got taken out in a bar fight. So the fucking blowjob with her eye shit was like fucking endless with the jokes. But... <laughs> my mom just got out of eight years of prison on her third term. I'm all about that shit, yo. I <laughs> prison twice. <laughs> yeah, dude. Our moms go to prison. Fuck yeah. Like David Allen Poe's song when he's just like, I was drunk. My mom got out of prison. Only in New York, we don't have pickup uh, pickup trucks. And the train was proverbial fucking gangbang on my mom. So, but it was raining that day. <laughs> I think we did. Oh, he just went off. No, but uh, classic rock was always big in my house. And my uncle, he owned a bar. So like some of my summers were spent there. And we would just like fucking hang out or whatever. Um, getting into it, people that I met in school, um, their parents and shit turned out to be like show promoters. So we would just fucking like hang out at their house, get drunk in the basement, listen to fucking music. And then when they started putting on local shows, it was a lot of like metal, hardcore, death metal, whatever they can kind of like conjure up. So that kind of is what got me like deeper into this shit. And yeah, man, just fucking a lot of New York hardcore, death metal, black metal, especially because when I lived in New York, fuck it, listen. There is nothing like it being fucking snowing, walking around the woods with like the best pair of boots that you own, listening to black metal, and it's just like black all metal, like black metal is all about the woods. Uh, Every fucking music video is them in the woods, hundred percent. Yes. yes, and I'm part Norwegian, so I'm like, there's a connection somewhere. You know, put your pictures. You're like with with. If, if you hear bad death metal, it's bad death metal. But if you hear bad black metal, it's better black metal because they record it on the shittiest instruments they can to give it that extra, like, yes. Yeah. Dude, so they, dude, so they fucking whipped out some first act guitars from Hastings and shit? They have. They do. I've literally seen interviews with them about them getting the shittiest stuff they could just to record such a shitty sound quality. And then if you get into Mayhem, where they started burning churches and fucking like dead his yeah, name was just the people committed suicide he shot himself and then fucking the other dude took a piece of his skull and made <laughs> necklaces for everybody and then they took a picture of it and made that as their cover for their live album yeah. and he said that his inspiration was he would find roadkill on the side of the road and put it in bags to ferment under his bed and he'd fucking sit there and huff it while writing lyrics like they they had one show where Dead ended up he got a bunch of broken glass out of a out of a fucking dumpster and he started slicing his arms up. And it was great for the show. You know, they would throw pig heads and stuff in the fucking crowd, but then when they're at Denny's later, he's like, I don't, I don't feel so good. Like, well yeah, you sliced your fucking arms up, dude. Like Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, it's insane. Black black metal has create like they have a whole shtick to them yeah. that can't be like removed like i, was, I, love cradle I was of not filth, ready for this topic but cradle, <laughs> cradle of filth is like the walmart of black metal they're very yes. accessible well, gore too. like they them too like they are like the two most known i know but absolutely like, like, like them uh, yeah fucking yeah that like i think you probably watched it it's like the like genealogy of a metal or whatever. It's some dude who broke down, who trying to break down some genres or some genres. There's and one called Into the Black Light that's like a documentary about black yeah. metal. And then you put like Venom though, it's still classified as a black metal band. And I'm like, 
But that's right, black metal has a specific Norwegian black metal, Swedish black metal. What's what's funny about black metal is if you go through like a black metal magazine, everyone's trying to be more hardcore than the next. Yeah. Like you see face paint and everyone's going, hey. Yeah. You got bands like Abyss and fucking like, dude, it's, I love black metal, man. I just do black metal and death metal. That's my shit. That's all my shit all day. Wolves of the Throne Room, all that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but like, I don't know. If, you know what? It's hard. And it sucks too. Cause like, and I'm going to throw the whole fucking gender shit into here, but it is fucking annoying to like have a vagina and people like, you fucking like metal? Tell me the discography of X band. And you're like, I just fucking like what I like. And it's hard to do that because like you said, when a fucking artist evolves, Sometimes. Death Metal Kitty. Yeah, she's my death metal kitty. <laughs> no, really. uh, You're a fan of that band? Give me your social security number. <laughs> I, uh, okay, okay. I'll say this. I'll say this. Whenever I, whenever I got into fucking band talk with Matt, this this motherfucker, he had recently been steeped into the world of heavy metal, and had fucking had a love affair with Slipknot at the point in time, and was starting to starting to. Uh, you know, and expand his fucking repertoire and shit as it was. I came off of fucking thrash and industrial, and I had just recognized Slipknot. And he's like, "Oh yeah, you like Slipknot? Then tell me your fucking favorite songs." I was like, "Okay, Psychosocial, Vermilion, fucking Duality." And he's like, "Oh yeah, okay, you're a fan." You know. No, but that's more on Like it, it. It sucks when you're out somewhere, especially if like you're wearing like a specific shirt and like you just have you be fucking standing online at fucking Walmart and just that one random guy with the fucking comb over and the long hair who just can't let go. That motherfucker is the one that's like, hey, I like your shirt. Name five songs. Just like, like, (laughs) all right, five ways to talk to your mom. Okay, let's do this. Caleb Sparks did that shit constantly to people and it would piss me the fuck off. You, yo, I mean, yo. If you're gonna wear, if you're gonna so wear the, sh- if you're gonna wear the shirt, at least no and so I've asked people like, Obviously. oh hell yeah, you like Led Zeppelin? Like I like the shirt. Like no, it's not a band. You should know two songs if you're gonna wear a shirt. Well, it's one if you on first date. Unless she soaked up in a Cannibal Corpse shirt. I, I've been given shirts to wear, like I have a, my friend gave me a badass Coheed and Cambria shirt where it's just, oh, awesome. it's it's Claudio Sanchez shredding. And I, I, I never wore it because I never listened to enough other than the one song until I decided to go down their discography and I was like, dude, they're oh, fucking incredible. Uh, have you read the comic? Huh? with it? Yeah, have you read the comic of Apollo? Dude, it's the he has this whole thing, man. It's yes. like what e- evil comics or something. It's a whole. Yeah. I didn't. I wasn't understanding that it was an entire saga. The soundtrack to the comics. Like if you read the comics and listen to like yeah Apollo one through four or even after that, it's the comics. They live like he's literally yeah. seeing the comics. The first oh. one I bought was like the double disc of the uh, the Afterman, which is technically the beginning of the saga, yeah. but it came after the four through six or whatever. So, but yeah, man, they're they're a salt. They're fucking solid, dude. Yeah. But man. I also felt I needed to know the band more before I 
God damn it. <laughs> My wife's getting <laughs> the shit out of me. <laughs> Before I actually got into the band. So now I wear the shirt and I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll name three songs all day. I don't give a shit. See, this is why. Hi, Devin. Hey, Devin, what's up? See, I, it, she's, she is real. I'm not lying about it. <laughs> Devin, you are a fucking treasure of a Again, human man. being. Fuck yes. Devin said you're a treasure of a human being. Yo, Devin, you a bitch. Dalton said you a bitch. <laughs> He's, she said you're a Polish bastard. <laughs> <laughs> She lets um, me hang out with my friends. She's the best. That's how you know that means to like get engaged on so much. You got the German and the Polish, you know? <laughs> well, yeah. I'm, I'm not Polish. No, he just wants a dick that's not circumcised, and he's good to go. <laughs> but no, to get into like the short version of it, that's kind of how I got into everything. It was just a lot of like my friends' parents and shit were putting on fucking shows. Um, and then, you know, just like the age of the internet at the fucking time, because I really didn't grow up with oh. much TV. So it's like the TV I got was barely like TRL days going into it. So I was like, all right, there's your new metal. But then fucking all the chat rooms, all the fucking people exchanging music and fucking what? PirateBay.org to get, you know, full discography. <laughs> LimeWire, you know, so it was just like you just kind of downloaded everything. Lime fucking like wire. We need a whole... We need a whole deep dive on LimeWire, bro. Dude, I can do a deep dive on the. That was the first time I got to see Clockwork Orange, and my grandma just heard them raping a woman in the other room. She's like, "What are you watching? Like, nothing. <laughs> it's nothing." Dude, but that, that's can... how it got into, and then fucking MySpace with all the local bands that were able to put up their music, and you just go through because like our friends' parents would just be like, "Hey, if you hear of anybody that sounds good, let us know, and we'll fucking put on a show." You know, and you just kind of get so into it with the people that you hang out with and the crowds and shit like that. And it became uh, actually a major hobby of mine to fucking go to concerts. I was going to fucking local shows and concerts like two, three times a week. And even when I became a hairdresser, I was getting clientele that, you know, would be like, hey, um, I'm kind of short, but I can give you tickets to this concert at Irving Plaza later. Done. So I was fucking going to shows all the fucking time like it was just uh, like there's times where i can tell you i've seen bands but i couldn't tell you who they played with because i yeah, would see you, sometimes you, bands back to back to back but you know like but i would say that's how i got into it and then especially with new york they had like very particular like i don't know if you guys ever heard of it but outside of like nydm and nyhc there was fucking like mm, mosh groups i guess you call um kind of like their own little gang organizations you'd have like um zombie squad fucking what was it um for like Madball, there was like people there were people that would fucking show up in colors to specifically mosh for certain bands and only hold out for certain bands so it's like you had all of those like subcultures of it no, too i mean like that as far as her being a city thing is amazing to me because like you know, she'll tell stories of all that Stories of how somehow she knows Ron Perlman's mom. Knows I don't know Ron Perlman's mom. You put it out the building, you're like, oh yeah. Uh, she lives around the She knows like the building of where the remotes used to videotape and live in. I 
fucking went to CBGB's, like one of their last fucking shows. Like, you know, I mean, it's New York City, though, man. It's it's thriving like the there. There's a, there's a, there's a lot of movement there for the the genre itself, just of music in general. There, there's a documentary called Meet Me in the Bathroom, which is, it's not just about the strokes, but it's about the whole scene of yeah. the New York City music movement at that time. I mean, like, honestly, like, yeah, I kind of fell in love with her, I guess, when I, I just kind of mentioned, oh, I know, like, yeah, I kind of mentioned Overkill, and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm not even kill They don't count. No, they they're good. The they're fucking awesome. They're fucking awesome. So you're like, oh, Overkill's amazing. I saw them. I went to a major university. Nobody knew who Overkill was. Nobody knew who all these classic greats of thrash and death were. Like, oh. like, if you live in New York, it's kind of a birthright to love like hip hop, especially like, the really good shit. So, we have a whole thing. It's the fucking New York Underground. So you got people like a fucking Immortal Technique like running that shit back in the fucking day. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. It was fire. In death rap, you got people like fucking Necro, Ill Bill, Mr. Hyde. You got all these hey. You know, so in the I love that shit, dude. I, I love that shit. It's like, I've never met them, but man, when you can fucking listen to somebody who grew up fucking literally blocks away from you or some shit, that shit, it's like, damn, you know? The age difference is there, but... There was a band, our friend Brad, he posted on, like, the playlist, or he let me download, called Glassjaw. I remember one time, it was randomly playing on my list, and how she walks by, and she's like, I somehow know somebody who fucked them. Because I wasn't there, I didn't join, I wasn't watching, I wasn't taking pictures. But what I can say is that there was a fucking girl that I used to know who used to brag to everybody in 10th grade how she was fucking one of the dudes from Glassjaw, but she was left back three times. So she was technically legal, I think. But like... Snyder on the train. Or Mick Foley, my, or Keanu Reeves. I'm like, my oh, boss we, worked for somebody who used to date the lead singer of the Mars Volta, and it's like, can I, can I taste her pussy so I could taste his dick, please? Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Cedric Bixlar Zavala, I love him to death. The Mars Volta is my fucking shit. See, this is why I wanted to put this shit together because the fucking power couple over here, and then Matt. Dude, this is fucking a fucking musical trifecta, I and I love this. Mu music's my life. I literally... Right? I got, a P I got a keyboard when I was 12, and the first day of Christmas when I got it, I learned the entire right hand of Fur Elise. Just because... Fur Elise? Yeah. Yeah. I watched the staff and learned all like i just music is always it's gonna forever be with me matt i'm telling okay. you you're a fucking savant dude like I know. and now i do a podcast where i don't have to bring shit except for talking shit about each other so yeah because hey, I'm, hey. The, I'm the one doing everything fucker exactly. i'm gonna ride i'm gonna ride your coattails while helping you get there that's <laughs> how you really feel ben hey ben like uh you know we should have a battle with savants and put matt and his keyboard against a Rimmer and anything with a string. Oh my god, Rimmer I, dude, and Matt.
bring my fucking seven guitars in here, my ukulele, my banjo, my fucking. Uh, what, 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 what did you give me? Even Ben gave me a fucking mandolin, bro. I I play other shit. Okay, okay, Matt, hold on, hold and on, hold I, on. And I rap. I fucking can freestyle better than half the people rapping nowadays. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Delgado has yeah. a point, though. Rimmer is a fucking savant, much like you are, Matt. Like no joke. See? But I that at that point, I don't want to fight with him. I want to no, jam yeah, with him. Just have I a need, nice I need to fucking go at it. I, yeah, need people, I need people that are on my level so they can hang with me and we can create. Like, so here, here's here's the fucking lowdown about Rimmer, okay? This motherfucker, he is like, think of somebody who's who's a bit of a skinny, skinny motherfucker with no chin and fucking has a bit of an Alabama sort of-esque kind of way of talking. Like, Alabama, Mississippi, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. You're Louisiana-esque, kind of. And whenever, whenever you fucking hang out over at his oh, house, Henry, you, Henry Lee Lucas. Yeah, whenever you hang out at, over at his fucking house, and you're fucking playing Guitar Hero and shit, he fucking brings out an actual guitar and goes right alongside you while you're playing Thunder Horse on Expert, and he does it for fucking real. I this, own a Thunder Horse, though. I have Squiscar's guitar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, I own a Metal Ocalypse fucking Silver Burst Explorer, which is from Squiscar. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, my baby. That's my baby. That and my PS5. And one, my actual child, but he comes third. <laughs> two fucking... <laughs> two fucking reasons. Two fucking reasons why I wanted you to, uh, to be introduced to the Delgados, essentially. Because, like... That motherfucker, and of course, and of course, fucking. <laughs> oh, our our music would be babies, dude. Know, even if he doesn't like Ghost, we would still fucking jam. Oh, for, <laughs> for fuck's sake, yes. He he fucking he fucking rocks out the BC Rich Warlock. I mean, dude, my my friend Charlie, who's been on the podcast a couple times, had a BC Rich, and we turned it into a pipe. So whenever <laughs> we didn't have something to smoke out of, he would bring his big ass guitar out. And we use the little back end. We put a pin in there and <laughs> just pass his guitar around so we can get high. It was great. <laughs> See, I didn't know that Charlie turned his fucking guitar into a pipe. He did. It was beautiful. <laughs> he was very proud of it. I was like, I'm proud of you, Charlie. It's like, thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, See? I'll say let's move on. Hey, Connor, I know you've been quiet this whole time because I've been fighting with this Mexican and her bitch, but... <laughs> Ben, do me a favor. What time did we start? We She's started tell me. like 740. Yeah, something like that. 740-ish. Almost 8-ish. It's been almost an over a little bit over an hour. My favorite genre is rock and roll. We need to move on to the next topic. That's fair. Oh, come on. <laughs> Connor, Connor, come on. Let's, ben, let's... my brother in Christ, it has been an hour and a half. We Connor. need to move along. Connor, my friend. I have known you since high school. I know you. I know you have more to say than that, my friend. Please embellish us. Uh, I know us. we do. Embellish us. We're in our heads against the fucking desk over here. Embellish us with what are your you talking about? You're playing fucking Age of Empires. Shut the fuck up. Hold on. He isn't playing Age of Empires because he, he is. is. No, he ain't playing Age of Empires because he ain't challenging me yet, fucking bitch. Oh, he signed on to Age of Empires. I get a it's notification. Just called Civilization Six. Whatever, you're playing a game right now. That's fucking game. I understand yeah. that you're not involved in the battle between me not. and Ben's friends. 
I get that. It's I get it, man. We're heated. <laughs> We're all excited here. See, this is why. <laughs> This is why I love my friends because I can just fucking shrivel and shrink. Oh, until... Hey, hey, dude, fuck it. I love your ass, no homo. And Matt, I love your ass, no homo. I love your ass. Like Connor, I love your ass, no homo. And Dalton, I love your ass, no homo. Fucking bitch. Oh, you know what? You know what? Fuck you. Fuck you. But, but no. a quick roundtable discussion, though. Avenged Sevenfold. What's your take? Fuck yeah. I don't like the first three albums, and then when the Rev died, I quit. Okay, so the first like five the albums. First two, the Four. first two albums are heavy as shit. City of Evil, God tier. City of Evil three. is a God tier album. Number three, and then Third, you have. Titled one has a handful. It, it gave us fucking um, a, a little piece, piece of heaven, heaven dude. which is great. Great, <laughs> fabulous. You know the history of Little Piece of Heaven? I, I know the Rev wrote it, and then they were like, what the fuck was that? He's like, dude, just come on, come on. Come well, on. like, uh, yeah, he wrote it for a Tim Burton film. That's why if you actually this like- It's very Tim Burton-ish. Yeah, it is. It was meant for uh, Caroline, I think. Or one Four of those. Whatever one. Caroline. Yeah. yeah. No way. I've actually yeah. covered the entire was- I, I covered that entire song on ukulele. Beyond that movie, so they kept it on the album. But yeah, like yeah, that's, that's why that song from the album. After that, I I Afterlife was amazing. But they're great guitarists. They work great together. But I don't give a shit about them anymore. I wrote a song about banging, I wrote a song about banging my own dead wife. So yes. I understand the song. It's great. So, but all right. I said after that, I just, I don't give a shit about it. If you bought me tickets and we went to see them, that's great. I would love it. It'd be great. It'd be fabulous. All right. So Connor, Connor, my boy, my best friend, uh, my best friend of like six. Like I, I got like six best friends. Uh, enlighten us with your, uh, with your fucking musical chops and whatnot. Fucking tell us about this. Ben, Rock, we need to move on, buddy. Oh, come on! We have, we have three more topics to get to. We can we can go on to if a band loses a key member, should the band yeah, keep just, going? Yeah, just right, right, go on what, to the you know, It's fine. Move along. Okay, okay, okay. Move okay. along. Move along. This is what happens <laughs> when we don't do it on a weekend. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I don't know how it, many times I can move my eyebrows, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, so, fuck so you, Craig. The next topic a, is: if a band loses a key member, should the band keep proceeding as planned? Yes right. or no? For I'm me, just, I will start it because it depends on the band and the vision of the band. There are a few bands that stop completely because they lose a member, such as Acid Bath, which they just lost their bassist. Which you can replace a bassist with a fucking oh. A monkey who plays. I'm, I'm fucking with this. Oh, no. bullshit! I know. That's what I'm saying. I say it to piss people off. It's only like six chords that they ever play ever. So uh, it's like, what, is it really important? It's really not. I'm just. I just feel Acid Bath could have continued because I loved Acid Bath. But there's bands like um, you can't continue Typo Negative without Peter Still. That's yes. a band where he's such a crucial member. It's gone. It's done. Even with death, we got to see death to all 
which was the remaining members of Death. But they at least the the dude they had. Well, I forgot his fucking name, but he did such a good feeling for Chuck Schroding. 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 That makes sense. You're yeah, not exactly. Crazy. Yeah, like it was a it was a death. tribute to death. But yeah. there's also bands like, like Guar. I, I've always known Guar. I've liked them. I didn't listen to enough of them, but they put a documentary out, which was it's a beautiful documentary. Even yeah. my when I showed my wife, and it got to the part where like, one of the guitarists ended up getting cancer, and then Davy Brocky died, and like, dude, I looked at her and she's like, I didn't think a Guar documentary would make me fucking cry, and I'm like, for real, right? But. They decided to go continue with the band because even Dave Brocky was like, "Look, if I die, Guar's bigger than me." I know. Yeah. I know. All he did was smoke crack and do fucking acid. That, that that's you can't make a band like Guar without doing a lot of drugs. He has songs literally about doing crack, yeah. but it's it's still like, I still want to see Guar. I want to get covered in a bunch of fake blood and cum. If I get to see them, that's the whole point of the show. It's fucking badass. There's bands that still need to continue. Like when when Paul Gray from Slipknot died, that fucking hurt. I felt that in my bones because Slipknot yep. is. I don't I don't care about new Slipknot, but the first two albums, two three albums, I, dude, it gets me pumped up. I feel like I'm doing cocaine because I can like punch people in the fucking head. Yeah, so said, I'm sorry, but I could tell immediately. When he left the band. Joey For George me, and, what, yeah. what, what was shocking was when I heard, I believe it was Psychosocial on the radio, and I just heard this basic drum beat going, doom, ga, doom, ga. I was like, who is this? Like, that was Slipknot. I'm like, shut the fuck up. No, it wasn't. Yeah, and well, then yeah. what pissed me off is everyone in high school at that moment got into Slipknot. Ooh, yeah, Psychosocial. And I'm like, it's... No, no, Joey is a one of the kind drummer. It's like the rev, like one of those yes, things. That... Exactly. He brought this energy to it that was like, it was so visceral and, and fast paced, and it was on the edge of your seat. Like e- even bef- uh, Slipknot when they were started doing their shows, man. Like I forgot who it was, but he had a a jar with a, a fetus of a pig, and yeah. they would all take it and sniff it before the shows so they can get the scent of death. So they like that's fucking metal as fuck. God damn it! But like even like the feel of it, the groove, the. And then you had the murder dolls too, like just that whole fucking yes! vibe. That was just... There's the murder dolls. There's Wednesday Thirteen. Like there's mm-hmm. there's still these bands that like, like I said, it depends how crucial the member is in the band. Yeah. The, the reason exactly. I was the reason I got to see Death to All because. I didn't know they were going to do a tribute band to death with the original members of death. But it was like, if I miss the show, it's never going to happen again. Yeah. I bought two tickets, brought that motherfucker with me, and we fucking went and saw death. He said that in a group chat and I was like, death isn't touring. I was like, there's no way they're going to do Chuck like that. And then I saw it, it was like, yeah, it was death to all. Dude, like, yes. That and, makes sense. And, that is perfect. It That's was the great. way it should be. Should be a tribute. Should be change the name just a little. Yeah. Just a right bit. So you know who you're going to see. Because how I know, I saw it because I saw death to all and I saw the scythe. And I was like, holy shit, what is that? Like, 
Oh, it's a tribute band with their uh, surviving members. And so it, it's a tribute it, without being a tribute, but it is a tribute. And yes, yeah. and and the dude they got, uh, Matthew Phelps, I think, is, is his I name. Think, yeah, but he yeah. was the person who was covering all of Chuck's parts. He did the lead vocals and the lead guitar, and dude. He fucking killed it. He destroyed. He did such a good job. And I'm not saying that they're not good. I'm not saying that you can't, but it's not Chuck. Like Chuck. Of course it's not. Especially, especially oh, for a band like Death. They're one of the Mount Rushmore's they, they, they are a fucking pioneer of what death metal is today. Yes. I mean, Billy, if you were to name, well, like, not for me, but the four bands of Mount Rushmore. For death metal, it's death, cannibal corpse, morbid angel, obituary. Like yes, and then I probably put carcass <laughs> right in there, like right underneath them, because fucking yeah. carcass is pretty old school too. But yeah, uh, but I, I'm, like, I'm just I'm just gonna have that a that Tampa Bay death metal from the '80s, and Chuck Absolutely. was Chuck was there. Like Chuck was Doug See, even like that's what I was worried about. But then when I saw it was the rest of his band just with the replacement who like because even on on his facebook page it says you know i'm a, I, i'm in this band i'm in this band i'm a uh, imposter for death to all <laughs> he he wrote it I as hate. imposter and i text him after the band on messenger i was like bro that was the greatest show i've seen in a minute like he fucking texted you back yeah i was like bro you you did so well chuck would have been proud and he's like thank you matt i'm like holy shit he responded to me like thank you i'll just ask though like uh yeah uh did he play a chuck guitar though yes he did he did every every part dude he he stepped up to the level that chuck was like if well, not, like, we'll get the argument of why like, Ben came up with this topic was about Ben, like, Pantera and yes. Static X. Yeah, yes, I get that, too. I, I never listened to Static X. Okay, okay. Let me, let me, I, uh, go hold on. Do your thing. Let me, let me, let me, let's continue down the line because we got to We got to do this fucking, you know, protocol bullshit and everything. If a band loses a key member, should a band keep going? And he froze again. <laughs> Great timing. Our tech guy just froze. Where to go, dude? Hey, look, I'm Ben. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> but so we're here. Let's well, see. all the bad ones. He's gonna come back, be like, "God damn, motherfucker!" Yeah, it's yeah. totally him. That's what he's gonna do. Yeah, he's gonna um, be able to pull a dick out of his ass, though. In my here, opinion, here we go, though. Oh, yes. We're going to be bitch. like, it's, a, it's just like He's you here. stole the Mustang. It's okay. Oh, fuck you, Delgado. Fuck you. God damn it. We, we called it. You were going to be a bitch when you came back. <laughs> All right. Hold on. All right. So, so Connor, Dalton, y'all have the floor. The fucking, yeah, of course, the fucking pot. Uh, the topic is if a band loses a key membership, the band keep going. Let's fucking hear y'all's shit. I honestly probably broke the seal last fucking time I took a piss, so I'll be right back. Just off though, Ben. You went there. You were literally dead. Well, yeah, Ben's dead. Everything anyway. go away. Well, Ben froze, so he's just starting. Yeah. Like ben. I said, let, let's open the floor to them because yeah. us as people, musicians, and music fiends, we have a lot of. It's very, very dependent. 
yeah, we, we have a lot of strong topics and, and opinions. It's very... Continue. It's very dependent <laughs> on the band. Absolutely. Because there are a lot of examples of it. For example, the only one I can think of right now off the top of my head of a member that died was Corey from Linkin Park. I don't listen to Linkin Park anymore, but I was very, you know, the whole time I thought, are they going to keep going or are they stopping? And I think they posted kind of an anniversary or just a thing. Uh, who died I mean, from Linkin Park? The lead singer, Corey, he killed himself. Maybe Chester. Good. Yeah, Chester. Chester, whatever. Corey, Corey's the dude who raps in the background. I apologize. Yeah, Corey's the Asian dude, yeah. Uh, Chester yeah. Bennington. Yeah, Chester killed himself. Very big yeah. R.I.P. But, and I could have swore I saw that they did put out another song recently. And I was, it came up on Spotify, I believe. And I was kind of sat there like, they're proceeding? But it's unreleased stuff with him, though. Oh, okay. That would make so sense. So it's not, so it's all like post-tumorous stuff. Oh, because okay. Corey, the Asian guy who's, who's basically taking over the rights of Lincoln Park, basically has said that they're not going to put out anything without Chester was Lincoln. You know, like. Oh, okay. So it's mainly going to be just stuff they have had, and then. It's, it's yeah, kind of like when you, when you hear the. When you hear a new, uh, fucking, like, um, Tupac album, it's stuff that was already recorded. Yeah. And they can now kind of put to music that has just been sitting there that never made it to an album. But Tupac, I, like, I thought you were dead. So we talking about, we talking about fucking posthumous, uh, posthumous, uh, tracks and shit? I mean, it happens, like, even, uh, Dave Chappelle made that skit, like, Yo, screw George W. Can't be true. <laughs> George W. Smith. He ran in '94 in Oakland. Probably didn't I'll, hear about it. <laughs> I'll I'll say this: fucking uh, Wayne Static had a whole goddamn album apparently worth of fucking extra uh, extracurricular shit that was fucking brought out. Like and, fucking like Hollow is the shit. I'm and sorry. For me, I never listened to Static X, but when I saw the new guy come out, like just this whole aesthetic. He's got this, like, fucking cyborg, fucking punk, fucking... His eyes glow red, like, he's got a badass aesthetic. He stepped up to the plate. He brought the energy that they needed for them to continue. Because even the new singer for Guar, it's not Odorous Orangus. You can't. They Literally, when, when he died, they gave him a Viking funeral where they, they, they did the whole thing, man. They had fucking bagpipes and they set them on fire in a lake yeah. and they put that character to rest and then they just brought in one of their old guitarists to take over as the vocalist who has like now two penises on his little thing but it's <laughs> like he was like man I have to step up to the plate to take over for Dave Brocky who was legacy bands versus you have legacy bands like Gron. it's not gonna matter who's in there as long as they have the spirit Kiss. Yes, absolutely. And Gene Simmons have said, we're a legacy band. We want to continue beyond. Look at like even Sublime. Sublime with Rome. Like they're not metal by any means. But no, I mean, example. They, the families didn't want like them to carry on the name of just Sublime without Bradley. They were like, no, yeah, fuck you. Bradley was Sublime. 
Yeah. yeah. But yeah. even yeah. then, um, if you look at bands like Journey, they found someone on YouTube who covered them. Had the perfect yeah. Matthew Perry impression where he got to live his dream and be the lead singer of Journey for that time. Yeah. Mike on a karaoke night on a fucking Thursday can cover them. Like they just—it was just that. that it know? does, but <laughs> also, if you're not fucking singing, uh, yeah, like Journey has a hand. I don't care who you are. Journey has a handful of songs that you're gonna be like. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. not. Yeah. And and Everybody now Hope is coming back to lead sing for the band before they all fucking die. <laughs> Ooh, see Perry, I don't think they're ever gonna make God, but Dalton, go yeah. ahead. If I have to hear Midnight Train one more goddamn fucking time, I hate that fucking song. <laughs> it's so it's not called up. Midnight Train, you dumbass. I don't fuck what it's called. It's annoying. It is, it is overplayed for sure. Like, there's, a, there's a lot of fucking songs that are overplayed. Yeah. Well, I'm saying, man. Anything for Job for a Cowboy. Oh, name, name one job for a cowboy song, and I'll tell you if it's overplayed because they're not on the fucking radio. No, I just wanted to fuck with you, Matt. I know, I understand. That wasn't like the first tattoo I got in my fucking life in the military or anything. But yeah, <laughs> hey, for what it's worth, job for a cowboy gets more fucking uh, gets more fucking play than Death Grips. <laughs> Dude, I heard an acoustic version of a Death Grips song today that was fucking. It was beautiful. Even Devin was like, that's pretty good. I'm like, well, yeah, I know you hate Death good. Grips, but... Fucking mid. Alright, so... Dude, it was beautiful. So, who, who, who said all their shit right now? Because I went and took a fucking... Well, as the Northeast says, a wicked pisser. Uh, I did, and all I said was basically, it depends on the situation. Okay, cool. Because, like, I know, I know Connor is into Slaughter to Prevail, which, honestly, I thought was harder than what he would be into, but the fact that he fucking branched out to Slaughter to Prevail, Connor I fucking listens to a lot of hard metal. Like, See, but once like you're Ben's just Slaughter, over here assuming that Connor doesn't listen to something. I'm not, I know he does, and honestly, because I, I, I forced him to listen to some, but now that he's into, like, this deathcore, fucking hardcore side of shit, there's stuff I can slip in that's like, you might like this, like... White Chapel is amazing, and that's all we need to know. I was so high, I put on Job for a Cowboy and Carnifex in two separate earphones. It was great. It was fucking great. I'll just say this. I'll just say this. The fact that Connor has branched out to shit like Deathcore, like fucking uh, Slaughter to Prevail, it basically branches him out to all forms of new metal because it's not nearly as no. hard as Slaughter to Prevail. No. Hold on, Delgado. Hold on. Hold on, you motherfucker. branches out from Deathcore to new metal. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Deathcore is harder than new metal, okay? Absolutely. Like, no joke, fucking Freak on a Leash is not nearly as hard as anything from Slaughter to Prevail's fucking, you know, fucking or, or like, har- like har- Carnifex. All, all of a lot of um, Deathcore sounds exactly the same. Any Deathcore band, you can just replace the name and it's the same shit, but it's, it's all like, good. They know what they're doing. Like, honestly, as far as hardness goes, like, y'all can, ch- y'all can fact check me on this, but as far as I understand, it is speed metal, Thrash metal, death or uh, new metal, deathcore, 
black metal. Is it? No. Is it right? No, not even close. Uh, black metal. Hints? Black metal, as far as technical musicianship, is not hard. As hard as some death, deathcore. Black, black metal white has chapel. a lot of <laughs> white chapels. What album is that? Okay. White Chapel. Yeah, what album is? Uh, fucking... Hold on. Yeah, hold on. This is why. This is why <laughs> it's good to have two screens on your fucking PC. All right, Whitechapel. We got the fucking pentagram, but not really. And let's see. Kin, the Valley, Our Endless War, Mark of the Blade. This is Exile. Whitechapel. All right, I get our Endless War. Is a good one. Endless War. Okay, our Endless War. So that's 2014. All right, all right. Yeah. White yeah, Chapel. Like, Endless War. Yeah. White Chapel has been around since the early 90s. So. Yeah. But, yeah. But White Chapel or Endless War, compare that to any new metal band you want to. Even Slipknot, and I love Slipknot. No, it's not even remotely. See, like, like I said, new metal is a total subgenre where it's not screaming. There is there's an element of vocal like uh it's pitches like, it, and it, like system of a down that's new metals uh slipknot that's new metal fucking honestly, porn, I, fuck, like all that is it has it has the element where there's actual there's which is pitches. true and i'm not saying it's bad because like i love cold chamber cold chamber is probably like my favorite or fucking new solid. metal band instead of slipknot not the cold chamber okay i'll say this i'll say this Fucking system is more along the lines of speed metal. No, absolutely no. not. Hold absolutely on. Not. No, 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 no. You fucking kill yourself. No. Kill, kill your. There, there's nothing speed metal about them. <laughs> kill yourself. <laughs> you motherfucker. Wow. I, I will die on this hill right now. There's nothing speed metal about this. They are, they are fucking solid new metal with heavy metal aspects. The fucking fact that Matt found his Iwo Jima, I'm applauding that shit. I fucking love that. I won't. I won't, I won't settle for that. Speed metal is not... Because if they were... If, if System of a Down was speed metal, there'd be more, a lot more. Hold on, hold on. Like, they'd have like double bass drums quite often. Was, there would be more. There would be way more yeah. snare in there. There would be. There'd be so much more snare. Ayo and Sugar and fucking genocidal humanoids. Just because like three of them are that way doesn't mean the entire fucking band is a. Speed They're new metal. metal. They're new metal as fuck, bro. Mm. Don't even fuck them. Don't come at me on that shit. When it comes to are they new metal? New metal ones like corn, cornrows, corn, cold chamber, lint biscuit, lint biscuit, cornrows. <laughs> corn like six times. It's kind of those outmaters like Rage Against the Machine. You can't yes. really point it there, but it's there. But system is a modern rage. They oh, hey. They want to quick. All right. What, what's up, Connor? What's up, Connor? Are you Real quick. Does, every, does everyone. Oh, that. Does everyone what? Does everyone what? What's up? Does everyone want a fun fact? So, yeah. after 9 11 happened, on the second, like, the next day after 9 11, most songs were, like, canceled to be played on the radio because of, you know, the context and just forever. Yeah. And one and literally all of Rage Against the Machine was not allowed to be played on the second on after 9 11. 
Dude, yeah. no. <laughs> the Strokes took a song off of their first album called uh, New York City Cops off their first album after 9-11 because the whole lyric was New York City Cops aren't so smart and that they had to take it off of their album. Yeah. 9-11 changed a lot of shit, but it still didn't turn System of a Down into speed metal, goddammit. <laughs> I, I lived in New York when that happened. Fucking after 9-11 happened and, like, I started, like, listening to the radio again, there was um, a really popular radio station, doesn't even exist now, it's called 92.3 K-Rock. That was, like, the only station you listened to for, like, rock, metal, new metal. That was just, that was the only thing we had besides classic rock. And yeah, no, he's right because there were songs that were played before that shit, and you didn't hear them for a while, and yeah. it took it, a it while, was... and that makes sense because you didn't hear it for like almost a fucking year after. You're like, oh shit, I haven't heard this song in a while, and this was a time before internet was really a thing, so you only had CDs, cassettes to go off of and shit. You know, me, I used to get my ass beat because I would take my grandma's fucking Celine Dion tapes and tape over fucking songs. And I'd be sitting there like waiting, like, yeah, yeah, when is this gonna play? And she it's just is like, a Canadian national treasure. How dare you? Fucking, fucking <laughs> Tina's over here with goddamn eight tracks and shit. There is one like... song that was all over the fucking internet or all over the radio, and it was the Can You Take Me High? Yeah, yeah. The only fucking song I heard after 9 11. Benny and the Jets was another song that couldn't be played. Benny and the Jets. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't called Benny and the Planes. Yeah, that makes well, sense. Plain and simple. <laughs> Jet and simple. <laughs> But you have to that the country was born 9-11, I guess, with the whole sense of because of Lee Greenwood and his song, which I heard all my military career, because in Korea, that's how we end the exercises, was, and I'm proud to be an American, American and at least, least I know I'm free. God, that I, was every fucking word. I always wanted the song to be, and I proudly stand up and just stop right there. And everyone's like, what, what are we doing? I just like the part where it's like, I probably stand up, then it goes to a guy in a wheelchair, and he's like, what? <laughs> stand up, and I'm a rag. What did you wish for, Uncle Jake? It's what the fuck do you think I wish for? <laughs> what the fuck do you think I wish for? The thing that 9-11 ever did for our society was give us my chemical fucking romance. Also, the ability to get molested by people at the airport. Whoa! <laughs> love them, oh, I will always be grateful for my Kim. Any fucking, fucking day. That is true. But don't say that 9-11 brought them to life, though. No, but it, that kind of... It, yeah, it did. Literally because of it. Joe Way was a fucking cartoonist and animator working for fucking Cartoon Network, and he saw the towers fall, and he was like, I need to do something better with my life. And he wrote Skylines and Turnstiles, and then he started yeah. My Chemical Romance. Yeah, he literally started it because of 9-11. That's... You yeah, know, that, that is a My Chemical Romance page. You fucking uh, see you know, something like that go down, and you're like, oh, that just happened. You know, like, you just, yeah, no. And then no, we make fun of school students. Huh? We make people were, like, waiting for their pizzas. They ordered, like, I haven't got my pizza yet. What the fuck? We it was so of... early in the morning. Like, for me, I was sitting in fucking U.S. history class at, like, I was in eighth we grade. Were. That's when they announced that shit. And you're like, oh. And you go outside and you're like, oh. It was just a whole different fucking side. You, you were in New York at the time. I was in uh, fifth grade, like, 
history or whatever. And then they turned on the news and I was like, how the, what the fuck is the Twin Towers and how is this going to affect me? And then when I got out of high school, I was in the military like, oh, <laughs> shit. This affected me greatly. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Delgado, what you got? What you got? Yeah, Ben and Tina know who my dad is. I yep. was on the way to saxophone lessons before school started at like six in the morning. He got a call from my cell phone. I didn't know he had. <laughs> he picked it up. We found out that something happened and it was a lockdown on the base. So he drove me instead of school. We had to drive all the way to Davis Mountain Air Force Base, lock us down. And he went up flying in an F-16 for about 48 hours. Wow. This before he came back. That's shit. Because you don't know yeah. what the fuck's going to happen. Like, no, like, like, for, like, you're just sitting there with your like, saxophone like, are we going to play or... <laughs> hey, for fucking, for fucking context, uh, Delgado's dad... See, uh, was Delgado's, he a fighter pilot? He was a yeah. fighter pilot. He's. A, I mean, uh, if he wasn't, why would he be flying the plane? Hey. Like, the guy stole a plane! I, I know, hey, I just hey, feel hey, like hey. Ben was going to say something <laughs> absolutely <laughs> fucking stupid we already kind of came to the... Oh, fuck you! Delgado's, Delgado's dad, Delgado Sr., uh, fucking is, he, he was just fucking secret, secret squirrel and shit. He was just fucking like, you know what? Hey, hey, t- the Twin okay. Towers got hit. Ben is gone. Yeah, he was that, all that. But yeah, ben but like on 9-11, he just got a call from a cell phone. Nobody knew he had. But I will just say this, just the whole 9-11 thing, just to get back into context of it, it's just... Especially if you were that close, and obviously Gerard was way fucking closer than I was. <laughs> that's just fucking life changing. How do you think you'd fucking react to that shit? You know, that's one of those things where you're like, huh, I should fucking do more with my life. I mean, look at Seth MacFarlane. He was supposed to be on the fucking flight, and he wasn't, you know? And we got like, he, if only, like, hmm. oh, if only he went on that plane. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, it gave us like 12 extra seasons of fucking Family Guy. <laughs> Which we could all live without. God damn. But that's kind of what I'm saying, though. Yeah, I will always love Connor's hatred of Family Guy. Truth be, to- Truth be told, uh, Tina, since Delgado is out of the fucking picture right now, or out of the frame, rather, I gotta fucking, I gotta fucking share a shot with Delgado Sr. Uh, with regards to this shit. <laughs> But um, but yeah, it, it's uh, 9/11 kind of changed every fucking thing. Uh, it, it changed everything in an audio spectrum and as well as a video spectrum because with the original Spider-Man coming out in 2001, there was a scene where Spider-Man was actually making a big ass fucking web between the two towers, and they had to cut that shit because yep. the two towers didn't exist anymore. Yep. You know. Yeah, movies got fucking changed. Anything that was being filmed, and then anything that was filmed prior, it was almost considered a collectible at first. Like, it was like, oh, you have that VHS tape with the Twin Towers on the cover of it? That's a collectible. You know, people were trying to, like, make a profit off of that shit, too. Independence Day? Independence Day, yes. Well, actually, no, Independence Day came out in the 90s. I know, it's just like, if when you watch it now, and, like, you see it, it's kind of jarring because the towers are still there. After New York gets fucking leveled, the towers are still there. You're like, damn, I can't believe aliens actually blew up (laughs) (laughs) 9-11. Well, fuck, if you you fucking think about it, fucking We're Back, a dinosaur story. The fucking thing, the first scene that they've got, whenever they fucking... You know, touchdown on a fucking pier in the middle of fucking New York, 
God forbid the fucking wood caves in because you got 130 fucking tons of goddamn dinosaur meat sitting on two by fours in the middle of fucking in the middle of the fucking ocean. This they is Ben's up, coming to America story. They 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 listen <laughs> or they look at the fucking twin towers and shit. They're like, oh my god, it's so fucking town. You know, fucking bullshit. Hang on, guys. I'm gonna make a call to the Taliban. These towers are ugly. Man, I don't like these man. towers. They, they took that machine. Wow. Congratulations, dinosaurs caused 9/11. Bush is yes. no longer Bush is no longer in trouble. You're free. But Bush was a dinosaur. Bushwhacker. Oh, shit. <laughs> But, okay, uh, we just incriminated Bush further. Sorry, bro. We just hey. made him a fucking prehistoric fucking creature. Be like, what's up, Jorge Bushwhacker? What's up? An enemy of the state. Am I Jorge, Jorge Bushwhacker? <laughs> I don't know. Does Devin have Bush? Uh, not really. I imagine no, she, you're not. No, no, Devin Drake is a classy fucking female. I imagine she whacks this. Whacks Devin Drake. Oh, she she don't whack. I mean, they're they're as. As a husband, you always know when your wife has just given up. <laughs> like, hey, why, why don't you take your socks off? Like, these aren't socks. I just never shaved for four months. She's got, know? like, a five o'clock shadow between the legs. It's just like, you know what? You take what you can get. I'm horny. Let's hey, do where, this. where'd you get those Mr. T socks at? Like, no. <laughs> I pity the fool who don't need me out whenever I got a five o'clock shadow. <laughs> oh, I don't, like, I don't mind. I don't give a fuck. It just blends in with my oh, own shit, beard. Shit. Hold up, Tina. What you got? What you got? No, I said we call it just, it's a no normal Monday and fuck it. Like, whatever. It's just <laughs> whatever. This you can't always wake up looking a million bucks. What uh, sex? I'm not gonna lie, I'm kinda loving this. We might do every podcast, whether it's video or not, with webcams because I can fucking police shit and I'm just like, okay, this motherfucker's muted. Let's hear Wait, what this Wait, how have you been policing said. anything? <laughs> Bitch, please! <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, if, he's, if you had a, you had a goddamn on. webcam, then I would fucking police your ass, hold, hold bitch. Hold on, hold on. As Ben, he is right because the police don't fucking do anything anyway, so. Yeah, minority suspect, bitch. Fuck you. So he's gonna beat the, beat the hell out of fucking Mexican or a fucking immigrant. We got yeah. three of those here. Like, so, I got an I got an Italian on one side of my screen with a Mexican right next to her, and I got a Mexican on the other side of my screen, and then I got this fucking white-ass fucking Slavic bitch, and then I got a Canadian over here that's fucking stop can't stop apologizing for shit, and then here I am, just a fucking Texan who's just like, you know what? I tell you what, and I'm just gonna fucking beat the shit out of all of y'all bitches. Hey, hey, did Ben. You just, did you just call me a Canadian? Did, do no. I have to remind you that I'm also Texan? Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, we're mostly Texan. I don't care if Connor's from Canada. He's a, he's been a Texan since I've ever known him. Yo, that's fair. That's fair. You know what? My aggression will be directed to the New York and Arizona side. <laughs> you know what? Fair, because I don't like New York either, so whatever. Who does? Like, yeah, even if we have New York, York we dreams tomatoes. <laughs> even New Yorkers don't like New York. Yeah. We fucking hate each other. Are you serious? <laughs> what I'm saying. This is no. so fucking. Okay, fun. I don't like the North either. So, <laughs> like, I, I'm not gonna lie, y'all. I'm not gonna lie. You should never lie. Well, yeah. I never, I never lie well, to y'all 
Uh, y'all are fucking treasures as human Wait, beings. Wait, you, you, what do you mean you never lied to us? How about the time you sent us a picture of a fucking porn star and be like, I'll go to date with this lady. And then Connor sends me like, this is who that porn star is. Hold, like, on, right hold, on, fucking, hold on a fucking second. I didn't that. fucking send that shit. Yes. And it was a joke. Okay. No, no, you were you were not joking. Otherwise, you would have said, "Ha ha, that's a joke." You never said joke. And when we called you out for it, you said, "No, no, guys, it's serious." I <laughs> to find the whole fucking Air Force Base and Altus that your mom was your wife. Like, not there. Yeah, that, that was whenever well, I got. You banged your own mom. That's hard fucking core, bro. No, 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 no. no. Hold on. You've been in the family, on. man. Jesus. Hold, hold on. Hold on. No, I'm going okay. to your mom's tits, dude. So, so I got promoted from airman to airman first class, right? So those that don't know, with regards to pay grade, I went from E2 to E3. You know, I thought fucking, it was bitch to like bigger bitch. Fucking balling yeah. out of control. Fuck you, Dalton. Uh, I'd rather so, you didn't, bud. So I had I had one of my fucking supervisors, Staff Sergeant Walgren, fucking fucking gem of a person, and then I had my mom over there. As the two people that would be right alongside me as I received my basic, my, my, my fucking promotion shit, right? I'll give your mom a promotion. And so, yeah. the fucking presenter introduced my mother as my wife. And I'm like... And you didn't correct them at all. No, I... Dude, no. Oh, hold on. Don't got him. Don't got him. Fucking say that shit. What? You, I... And the mic didn't pick you up, so you were fucking like, no, 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 no. So I like, fucking go ahead. <laughs> Man, was at the assembly. <laughs> when Charlotte Bain was introduced as Evan Bain's wife. Yeah, so, okay, so basically, like, she was, she was supposed to be my mother, but she was introduced as my wife, and everybody, like, did a fucking... <laughs> It was a record scratch that was heard throughout the fucking base. My entire flight was like, hey, fucking. Thank you, Lord, for this ammunition to use against my best friend. I very much appreciate it. I fucking his own Oh, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Lord Jesus, you have given us a. God is good and giving us this absolute revelation of a story. So like, like fucking Delgado knows he was in the fucking congregation, so to speak. And so <laughs> motherfucker, he, so like I did an audible fucking record scratch. I was like, stop, like, er, like what the fuck? And everybody just started laughing their asses off at my fucking flight because my fucking flight was the biggest flight out of everybody in the fucking group. Your mom's got a big wing. flight too. Because, yeah. like, dude, like, everybody else was, like, 24, 36 people strong, and we were, like, 90-plus people strong. And every <laughs> and mom was one of us. God and, damn it. And the whole flight ran a train on your mom. All 90 of them. No, no. Including you. <laughs> and, then, and then the fucking presenter was like, oh, sorry, uh, his mother, Charlotte Payne. I was like, god damn it, about fucking time. Wow. <laughs> Hey man, your mom had you inside of her more than once. That's all you have to say, bud. What? Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna say, I'll drink to that because I want to forget this shit until I edit it. So, hey Ben, Ben, I gotta bounce. You gotta bounce? Gonna yeah, I've got work in the morning. morning. All right, I'll catch you later, bud. Yeah, you guys have a good night. Have fun with the podcast. Bye, right. Connor. I love you. Bye. Love you, dude. No hello. Bye. Bye. Bye.
<laughs> oh my god. Oh shit, it's 9.40. God damn, no wonder. Yeah, it's late. It's a late one, bud. Yeah, like... Uh, me, you, and Matt, Ben, we don't have to go to work tomorrow. So... <laughs> I do need to wake up to like try to see if they can transfer all of my already work to the exam I'm supposed to take instead of taking seven more sections. So, I think I think we're all pretty much synonymous with the whole uh, if if that a band loses. Bang your mom. Fuck you. <laughs> we're all synonymous. Even if, Tina. I'm a switch hitter. Fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> oh my god. What? Dude, don't got it. Why tomorrow it's train on Ben's mom? Let's go! God damn it, son of a bitch. I'm not participating in that train at all. Someone's got to film it, Ben. <laughs> You know what? You know what, Dalton? You're gonna fucking edit the video. God fucking damn it! You, All right, you, sure. Whatever. Okay, it's not gonna bother me. We're gonna put it on YouTube. It's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So I think we're all in agreement with the whole fucking. Um, if a band loses a key member, should the band keep going? I've actually got a fucking throat. I've actually got a sneaky fucking fifth topic that I'm going to sneak in the. We in haven't even got to the third topic, you fucking <laughs> bitch. Oh, hold on. It, it goes in line with the first topic. Actually, no, second topic. Second Your topic. my first topic. It's okay, bro. God damn it. Okay, so. All right, so, y'all, y'all, y'all. If the lead singer d- dies but is replaced by an entity that embodies the person in every way, would that be an exception? And bear in mind, bear in mind, this what is a, after. Hold on, hold on. This is after the band made a name for itself and became a household name. Therefore, completely, uh, completely jumping over the fact that the lead singer of ACDC choked on his own vomit in a fucking car. You know, no, but ACDC is probably one of the most prime examples of that. Absolutely. How many bands are that? So, uh, I, I'm gonna say that I'm gonna go out on a limb. If Corey Taylor fucking died choking on his own vomit or shit, or had his fucking hit, like let's say he had a affinity for motorcycles and he fucking got a fucking Harley Davidson fat boy or some shit and wrapped that bitch around a goddamn utility pole three times over, That's including very himself. Descriptive. You know, fucking at, at, while he was singing Psychosocial for some fucking reason, even though it came from the worst album imaginable, uh, from their fucking uh, set list or you know discography. Fuck yeah. today, Junior. Fuck. Hey, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> God damn if, it. <laughs> if he was to fucking croak, and his son was to take no. over. No. No, his son already has his own band. I don't think his son would. They might do one like. They might do one show as a tribute to him, but no, man, like ACDC, fucking um, Deep Purple, all those are bands where the lead singer has died, where they replaced them, and it still worked out. Chris Barnes didn't die, but they already knew George Fisher but, was the perfect fit for Cannibal Corpse. Who would you say that Coldplay yeah. is the... Could you say that fucking slaughter at birth wasn't a fucking butcher at birth? Yeah, butcher at birth. Sorry, butcher at birth that came out when I was born. Of cannibal corpse, though. Yeah, I mean, like they had like they had four albums, and then after the bleeding, they kind of just already knew they needed to split ways. They weren't feeling it with 
Chris Barnes. And drama and stuff, but what Cannibal Corpse is and was and forever will be on the Mount Rushmore, what's the album that 99% of people are going to throw at? Butcher at birth. Butcher at birth. Butcher I at would birth. say Butcher at birth, but most people know Hammer Smash Face from um, uh, the third album, which was Tomb of the Mut- Mutilated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Butcher at birth. When when they released that album, because they they've had to make alternative album covers for each album, but I, with I'm, Butchered at Birth, what they did instead of making an alternative album cover, they wrapped it up in butcher paper. So when you bought it, you had this fucking white piece of paper that you had to unravel, and then you see this fucking yeah. these two zombies cutting up a fucking woman, putting babies on meat hooks. I have I have an all over print shirt of that that my grandma was just nice. staring at like. Yeah. <laughs> but that's my favorite album cover till this but day. But if you're gonna make a Mount Rushmore of even just Cannibal Corpse alone, thing though, because I think it really depends on what point of your life you were going through when you fucking but, heard shit. But if you're making one of album covers, yes, that will go but on there. Objective. If you're, if you're gonna pull a song off of Cannibal Corpse, it's gonna be Hammer Smash Face usually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're yeah, talking about album covers alone, absolutely, Butchered at Birth is top tier album cover. It's fucking violent. It's and insanely we, brutal. I think Band Geek, but Butchered at Birth had a definite bigger influence on everything death metal. Absolutely. It set, it set a precipice in like a bar. I mean, for, it's almost like saying that Morbid's Angels Ultra Madness isn't the album. Uh, yes, it is. On a side note, I never thought I'd go through an entire bottle of margarita mix until oh, this fucking podcast. You're not through an entire bottle. You still have half of that left, yeah, bitch. Actually, no, not start. even half. Just start chugging it. It's half, dude. Okay. Chug it. Chug it. For, ch- just, just chug it. Finish it. Finish it while you're on video. Right, I'll right finish now. this. I'll Damn finish man. this first. You pussy bitch. Uh, also, I, I will say, I will say, be a man of this one, Ben. Uh, my buddy Matt has done enough to fucking uh, pollute the demographic, as it may be, with their fucking 2012 torture album with fucking Scourge of Iron, because he fucking introduces everybody with Scourge of Iron. I've gotten three people <laughs> who do not listen to metal into Cannibal Corpse through that song. It's a great song, album. But as a, I don't know, like a musician or whatever, it is not there as Butcher at Birth. Like, Butcher at Birth changed what people thought death metal was. Yeah, people, it was It was such a big, it was It was shocking. It was intense. It was yeah. It was more extra than their first, um, their How first album. How the face was, was another beyond people were like, how fix that gauge? We're like, yeah, it was like, Fucking, you know, like a choice. Okay, like fuck. That's why with Slipknot when they did Iowa, yes, like most people kind of make the same shit, but they decided to go extra. Even the last song that they recorded, Corey Taylor went in there. He was completely sober. He stopped smoking cigarettes, drinking, smoking weed. He went in there butt naked to record the last song and get all this aggression out. And like that, you know, you hear him fucking just like. <laughs> yeah, and Iowa is there. If you had to say influential albums of all time, 
Iowa is definitely on the list. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they're, they're like, Slipknot, Slipknot's first two albums, like I said, they get me insanely pumped up. I yeah. want to fight people. I want to punch my own face. Which I still do. I hit myself in the face all the time just so I, I know that like this is what it feels to be alive. No, yeah. <laughs> I, but I, I guess I, when it comes back to the whole lead singer or key member leaving, like that's the whole the whole point of this discussion would be either Chris Barnes or not Chris Barnes. Like I I would say I would say I, I mean I would honestly say George Fisher, just because he can pronunciate, he can get the words out. Because with when Cannibal Corpse started, they started blending the vocals into the music to where it was almost indistinguishable. As yeah. as great as um, Tomb of the Mutilated is, it's a very a muddied up album. Everything's so blended together where you don't know what he's saying. With Kent with. George Fisher, if you listen to it enough, you can pull out words and phrases that, like, I understand it since I've listened but, to it enough. I don't, I don't have to read the lyrics to know what George Fisher's saying. Is that him or is that production of the time, though? We're talking albums well, from even then, with, compared with, to uh, 93. Like. With, with the, the bleeding, that's when Cannibal Corpse said they started getting better into writing songs and phrases of their, their riffs and how they would put stuff together because like they got better as songwriters because even in their first album um eating back to life like one of my favorite lyrics from cannibal corpse is from their first song shredded humans which is father of five father of five was impelled on the wheel his skull became part of the dash eyeballs ejected his sight unaffected he watched his own organs collapse and that's all about some crazy dude who decides to drive into a family of five and the whole song's about them being <laughs> split open on the road. Yeah. It's so visceral. I was and not ready for that. I had, ex, I had my ex-fiance read that to me over the phone because I was like, can, like, that's your sexy talk, baby. Read this cannibal corpse Fucking song. Fucking Lindsay gives that shit to you. Yeah. Fucking shit. Fucking hardcore, dude. I love that shit. Dude, see, okay, I, I'm I'm just gonna say this. Part of the reason why I wanted this to be a music dedicated thing is to get Matt in the same arena as fucking Tina and Delgado. I've known Delgado since 2009, and he actually helped introduce me to a whole whole new subgenre of metal that I actually didn't uh, that I actually didn't stumble across too terribly much. I knew a little bit about thrash and shit, but I didn't know the shit about overkill, acid bath, you know, shit like that. There's such a, there's like, it's people know metal. It's like, oh, I listen to Disturbed on the radio. But once you start going into it, you start lifting up rocks and you find bugs and fucking nasty shit and dead shit. And there's, there's such a nasty visceral side of metal that you have to actually put the effort into finding it. And then you're yeah. just like, that or, looks kind of cool. <laughs> I'm going to half agree. I agree with everything you say, with the exception of also, it's the hardship. It's the, like, I came from the gutter. I fucking, you know, like, I know what work is. I know what grinding is. I know what being rejected by society is. It's not always Ooh. the death and bloody No, it, is, it doesn't have to be. my Because my grandma would always be like, 
why do you listen to that stuff? I'm like, I'm I'm a teenager. I'm pissed off. I don't know how to get these emotions out except for through thrashing. It, I find <laughs> people that are like, my girlfriend left me. I'm pissed off. Like, I understand that. I get that. I can but get all so these. Because like almost any metalhead, all of us among us, we have the whole fucking like not melodic metal of like Amy Lee and Evanescence that touched parts of us that were like, oh. Well, like just in general, you just find like that one thing that fucking resonates with you, and that's just what you plug into. No, like for me, like hardcore. Like there's one band in particular. Um, they're not a New York hardcore band, but they're called Blood for Blood. Uh, they're more Massachusetts, and some of the shit that they <laughs> yeah. fucking say, you're just like, <laughs> I get that. Like that's. But just, I'm about even in just the overall yeah. style, Amy Lee and Ever Essence and the melodic metal genre came in and made the hardest hard fan ever be like, oh, I have feelings. No, yo, my <laughs> Absolutely. Came out, I remember being like fucking younger, playing like Sims 1 on my fucking computer. Yeah. With fucking Evan in the past. My mom would be, dr- my mom was a drug addict and whatever. She'd fucking come into the room and be like, oh God, just to know you know we're fucking Catholic and I can't afford your burial right now. Like, <laughs> when are you fucking putting your wrist to this shit? And she'd just walk out of the fucking room and you're like, oh, I didn't realize it was that sad. Like, yeah. Wow, Pot, thanks for shit. calling it black. Um, But yeah, I, I guess, uh, I guess we kind of, I guess we kind of, I think uh, we're about set on here. We can't do two more topics. It would be 12 o'clock in the morning. Because well, you're going to uh, say the uh, same shit. Like Suic- gallery of Suicide album, too, all over print. You know what? You know what? Let's let's fucking do some rapid fire shit with the last two topics. Because, I mean, sure, let's, uh, I don't give a shit. Connor's not here. Connor's not here, and he tends to drag a little bit on the on the topics and shit. Matt, what you, do you mean and I he did- drags on the topics? He's like, ah, ah, ah. You know, you said the same shit eight times. I will edit it, and so it'll be down to an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, All right. So I'm gonna go. Director's James Cameron cut. That's like four hours. <laughs> Put it behind a Patreon paywall. <laughs> I was about to say, well, we get a Patreon. I've got so much content. We have a Patreon. We have one. <laughs> Well, we have one, but it's not a Patreon Patreon. It's like, if you kind of like us and you feel sorry for us, then throw a couple of bucks. <laughs> the last episode is exactly how the fucking topic of Easter went. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. That was, that was a lot different. That was yeah. a lot different. We started off terribly and continued on. We were they talking were about drunk when I got in here. <laughs> we, were, we were talking about shoving chewing tobacco into an anus and with our dicks. <laughs> she, she listened. <laughs> Beautiful. Like I listen to that shit. Like when I get up in the morning, I get up a little bit before my daughter, and like I get her breakfast ready in her bottle. So that's what I'm listening to as I'm like making her bottles. It's fucking muzzle loaders and like supposedly Easter, and then it turns into <laughs> something completely fucking different. Fucking beautiful moments. It's great. Yeah, I listen to a lot of true crime, so I'm always like drinking coffee, like, and then they cut their mother's head off and drink her blood, like. Yeah, like, it's okay. gonna be a good day. If the image is not good, you're, you kind of start to convince yourself. You're like, is this copper? No, it's not. Never mind. I'll just go back to what I'm doing. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'll I'll be honest with regards to with regards to the last two topics. You should always I do, be honest. 
I'm I always, always I'm, I am honest to a detrimental degree to all the fuckers that are within this Discord and beyond because I love all of you fuckers. I can't lie, I literally giggle. Yeah, you <laughs> fucker. But no, with regards to the, with regards to the topics. I don't want to suck Matt's dick. <laughs> I have a gorgeous dick to suck, by the way. I'll ask Connor about it. Uh, but anyways, anyways. So, uh, I do happen to have um, a bit of an affinity for the last two topics, and so that's why I'm kind of pushing hard with it. Strange genres that you normally wouldn't listen to, but still like. Let's fucking hear this shit, y'all. Um, I, li- I, li- I listen, well, I mean, y'all don't listen to a lot of hip-hop. I listen to a lot of rap and fucking hip-hop and all that shit. Um... I really don't know how to classify half the genres I do listen to because I literally go out of my way in order to find stuff that's not on the radio and stuff that normal people wouldn't like. Like, especially after getting into Steam Power Giraffe, I found a lot of offbeat bands like Bird Eats Baby, where it's just some chick who was obviously molested growing up who, like, plays violin and piano who wants to scream scream about it. There's... There's other bands like, um, I found a, a band called uh, Sleepy Gorilla Time Museum. And you, you, you're like, what does that sound like? It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. It's super uh, avant-garde metal-ish. That's like, I, I was on a lot of meth at the time, so of course it made sense. <laughs> but, I, like I said, I would rather find someone who puts effort into their music that sounds unlike anything I've ever heard than just have someone going because I'm happy give you I'm yes. not saying it. it ain't a, it's not that it's not a good song but there's no soul behind it it's it's yeah. it's nonsense it's, it's print fries I, I would rather find that's why I like death grips it sucks but you could feel the energy behind it same thing mm. with at the drive-in which is uh, the Mars Volta's punk band they have so much energy behind them that it ma- it makes me want to get up. I start sweating. I want to like flip tables and shit. I've actually got a pretty good example of Death Grips. Death Grips is the train wreck that's on fire so that you can roast marshmallows with. Yeah, but even <laughs> then, like, you could hand them the mar. Like, even if you watch, <laughs> if you they don't have very many interviews. They have an album called Interview where there's a it's a whole 50 minute interview that you don't even get to hear because they just put music over it <laughs> so you don't yeah. even hear them talking about it because he doesn't want to talk about it like someone asked him once like hey what's your favorite bands he's like i don't know man i really fucking hate those questions like that's nothing i i can't give a shit about like well thanks a lot there bud i was watching ari aster talk about Bo is afraid and he's like, man, I, I don't even feel comfortable talking about this for, like, another 10 years. He kept saying the word, uh, a lot. He's like, uh, I just oh, made so- a movie, uh, so people, uh, could feel feelings. That was it. I want to throw up. That's what he said. And then he quit the interview. <laughs> so he had a lot of vocal pauses and shit. And he, he, want, he wants the three-hour-long movie to speak for itself, which I can't wait. On Me and you, Dalton, Friday, it's going down. Okay, Honestly, let me put that in my calendar so I don't forget it. I'm if it wasn't for the fact that my cousin has a wedding on Saturday and we're leaving on Friday, I would be there. To, I would be there with you. You have a cousin? You know they're getting divorced soon anyway. What's the matter? God <laughs> damn it. 
Chess, if you hear this shit, I, I'm not encouraging that. <laughs> what time, yeah, Matt? I'm gonna say I hope you're. Uh, it's at twelve ten. I'm. I'm gonna text you in the morning anyway because it like might be at like ten thirty. I don't I fucking know. The, I already bought the tickets, and you're driving me anyway, and it's at the same spot we saw D and D. But so I have it, to come and pick you up. And I Matt, would imagine, you, if not, I'll take. The, I'll take Devin's car. I don't give a shit. She's off. I mean, I don't mind. I'll pick you up. I just. Hey Matt, hey Matt, hey Matt, it, you could say it's at the drive-in. Huh. <laughs> see them once because oh. they got together and did one more album as at the drive-in, and I got to take my brother to see them. And they all played right. all of their best songs, and then I, I spent all the money just on the tickets for the ride, and we broke down in gas like three times, but it was totally worth it. All right, so all right, so Matt, you pretty much you pretty much just said your shit. Your you said your piece. Yeah, I'm good to go. All right, let's go with Delgado and Pizzo over here. Pizza, <laughs> pizza, pizza, pepperoni, ravioli. Pizza sounds really good right now, though. Oh man. Shit. Um, I'm also like a part-time yoga instructor. All right. <laughs> So, like, yeah, there's some fucking woo shit that, like, I, I listen to to try to get into, like, the rhythm, like, to put in, like, for, you know, classes, lessons, shit like that. Um, you know, a lot of, like, singing bullshit. Um, but I would say, like, maybe to listen to, like, recreationally. Mm, yeah, yeah. That's fucking weird. Like, I, I listened to another podcast where you guys were, like, making fun of people. Like, everything. And I can see that as being, like, a generalized statement, but... Mm, I wouldn't say I listen to everything, but there's definitely some shit where it's like, ah, oh, listen to some pop. I never really listened to country until like I moved out to Arizona. <laughs> because <laughs> the shit that you would want to fucking drink to, like the shit you want to play for, smoke cigarettes. That's that a good country. Blame it all on my roots. Texas. So I we showed up in boots. We all yeah. know country. We can't yeah, get away from it. Yeah, we're from, yeah. we're from fucking Texas, so country is in our goddamn blood. Even my blood, and I don't even listen to country much. Same. But even for me, though, that's like a whole fucking new territory. That's like, you know, because like growing up, like our fucking cleaning music instead of fucking Selena was... Hey, come on. Hold it. <laughs> it was Hold it. Hold on. take the name of Selena's in vain. I will listen to Frank Sinatra to clean my house, though. Yeah. I, I fucking love me some Frank Sinatra. Though. You know why? Because that's life. That's what all the people say. Because I was doing it my way. Like, oh, I'm fucking cool. Like, I listen to, you know, fucking Cannibal Corpse or whatever. But, like, the shit I listen to in silence, I guess, would be, like, my cleaning music, which would be, like, Dion and the fucking Bellbox. <laughs> For our generation, it is. Don't tell people. Well, I mean, I'm kind of screaming it from the rooftops now, so I guess it doesn't matter, no, right? I mean, you know, yeah. like, let's sing that rooftop song from the Lost Prophets because he's a fucking pedophile who raped a baby, so. <laughs> she didn't know what happened to them until, like, recently. I had no fucking idea. <laughs> from England or some shit. I, no, st I, I started reading the transcripts from the courtroom of what he said to the mother's child of the baby he raped, and I couldn't. I I turned. I yeah. took it off. 
It was bad. Yeah. He's bad. That's a bad, yeah. bad man. Like for me, like it was like one day they just disappeared and you just didn't know why, but they weren't that good to like follow up with. Yeah, no, they're not a great band. They had one good song and he yeah. ruined it. <laughs> By yeah, touching like, a fucking infant. <laughs> it was, was alright, and then you're like, okay, and then it just kind of like faded away. You never thought about it. At least for me, I never thought about it. Didn't think about it, whatever. And like as of recently, actually, like the the chat group we're in, we were talking about, it, and I'm like, no, I'm like that guy really did. And I I fucking googled it, and I'm like, it's bad. That's disgusting. That's fucking vile as shit. Like, fuck that guy. So no, 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 not that guy. That's not even a, a thing. But no, I would say like maybe like that classic fucking like do Um, like the singer just died recently. I think this past year, like the Detroit Cobras. Like they were fucking awesome. But that's not something that I would necessarily be like. Yeah, I fucking jam out to this. But that's like that that side shit. Or maybe Jack Johnson because. <laughs> Everybody has a soft spot for Jack Johnson. I think so. I don't even know who Jack Johnson is. Oh, this is a great acoustic musician. You would. Like, if the song came up, if the songs came up, you'd be like, I've heard this. That's probably It's like Electric Light Orchestra. He did shit for that Curious George movie. He's not bad. He's he's like the John Mayer. He's kind of like John Mayer a bit. Yeah. But like me for my friends like if they get into my car and they're like what the fuck is this and it's like uh i'm just in a mood today you know like we're just gonna not talk about it and you're just gonna listen to it and shut up you know but yeah maybe that would be like my my guilty pleasure so to speak yeah yeah fair you honestly will be (laughs) pop like say, if you say ghost, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> no. That's it. No, fuck them too. Like beyond fuck them. But it would be bubblegum pop or pop in general, like Like your dad? Yeah. Like, like, trainer came on. I'm not gonna change the channel. If certain Katy Perry songs come on. Not gonna change the channel. Crossfit it's between T Swiss. So Taylor Swift If you do you, you if you like bubblegum pop, have you listened to Poppy? Not her early shit, but her most recent shit. I can't tell you because I honestly don't follow. I don't pick it. Dude, like I never there, I never she put has this like, like bubble bubblegum pop mix with this extreme death metal thing now that's like it's such a blend of both genres that's like it makes you happy that you want to slap your own face and beat up your neighbor i mean uh, like uh, yeah but like normally like any of that stuff like even like like the radio hits or pops like fucking bruno mars and all that i'm like okay there's a few songs i'm like yeah, i can actually get down to this but. With the radio, like I said, there's still good songs, but that's because you have producers who went to music oh, school yeah. and they know. Like, yeah. like it's, it's formulated. It's, it is formulated. It is absolutely. produced to it's be for the a masses. Hit. Yeah. So I'm like saying I hate that stuff and I root like I'm against the like the ideology of it. There are some songs that I'm all like I can't help but know the lyrics to, or kind of groove to or like okay like you know like fucking even 
even the early 90s, 2000s stuff like Janet Jackson and stuff. I still love, I still love Savage Garden oh, and Shaggy, bro. The orange CD <laughs> Shaggy had, I love it to death. Savage Garden, bangers. They had bangers, man. It's stuff you can't get rid of, but it's still there. Yes. Because even when I was in the military, all you get is the stuff on the radio when you're in basic. And one of the main songs, one of the main songs I got was, um, I think it's called Cooler Than Me. If I could write you a song and make you fall in love, I would already have you up. Uh, Like that song. It's a great song. I like, I I will give props for all the songs that like Bane would know this out of boot scoots. Yeah, like, you know, scooters. There's a fucking, there's a fucking club. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Fuck it. What Delgado is talking about is a place called Scooters, which was the club in Altus. Everybody in their half-retarded, window-looking, pants-on-head cousin, fucking went to Scooters, and so you know. You had the fucking typical 40 fucking songs, which included Boot Scoot Boogie, The Cupid Shuffle, fucking, uh, uh, what was that? Don't gotta help me out here, bud. It's I'm, gonna be I'm, a spooky, and it's gonna no. be a scoot. Good song, though. What, Copperhead Road? Copperhead Road, yeah, Copperhead Road. Oh, the uh, Copperhead Road. The Electric Slide. Bottoms elect- up, uh, bottoms up. Bottoms up, yeah, yeah. Metro side number up, two, whatever. Let me see you Got a couple bottles, but a couple ain't enough. Basically, yeah. what, what you're saying is pretty much every small town bar ever. Every small town bar ever. 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 ever, ever, ever but ever. it had its own fucking dance floor, and everybody fucking populated that, including yours truly, because I was drunk off my fucking ass trying to get my hands on the fucking hottest girl there who had GPS syndrome, otherwise known as Golden Pussy Syndrome. Dude, me and my friend Arrington went to this bar where they had country on the bottom and hip-hop on the top, and we went in our, our ACUs, our military uniform, and we kept getting swarmed with women to the point that he's like, dude, we gotta leave. And then, like, why? And then I looked around, and everyone was about to beat the shit out of us. Like, that's we wrong. were getting every woman like just throwing themselves at us. It was insane. Hold up, hold up. VAH paycheck, man. Yeah, I want that. Actually, <laughs> actually, Delgado can contest to this or can attest to this. I fucking was the reason why so many fucking people just kind of sat there sitting on their hands wanting to beat the shit out of me but not really touching me because half the goddamn bar would stand up in fucking defiance and shit whenever somebody rolled up their goddamn sleeves (laughs) no it's true we would be like god fucking damn it (laughs) but also but but no one wanted to touch them hold up up. we saw Bane get like fucking fist pumped on the dance floor too, Joe. Wait, oh, no, fuck right, you! Right. God damn it! So, instead of the hug, that's supposed to happen at the end of every dance, you know? Yeah, you no, but like, right. Yeah, this chick literally went... Oh, oh. Yeah, she fucking fist bumped me, and I was just like, God damn it, I don't even get a fucking hug, I don't even get to fucking make it's contact with your tits? What the fuck? Oh, poor you, you little bitch. <laughs> Just say fisted. It's a lot less disrespectful, Ben. Just you know. Uh, Just say fisted. she. It's uh, fucking. 
That's fine. I'll just I'll just say this. I would have I would have ended my enlistment with a lot of Fight Club entries if it wasn't for the fact that I had about it. Yeah, if I if it wasn't for the fact that I had I had basically been adopted by my whole fucking flight of ninety seven goddamn people. (laughs) Yeah. So you just talked about Fight Club. So I did talk wrong. about Fight Club, so yeah, I, I might be, I might be goddamn, I might be fucking jumped once I leave my fucking door, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking care. I'm too drunk to care. I'm fucking numb in the face. Then, well, then how do you get more people to Fight Club? It, that's the point. Yeah, that's the fucking point. Punch and pie, bro. Punch and pie. You are yeah. punch and pie. So, if, you're, if you really want to get into Fight Club, literally when they walk past the movie theater, it has a Brad Pitt movie. So that's already a sign that like <laughs> Brad Pitt isn't real in his mind. Goddamn Brad Armpit. Okay, yeah. Uh, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, uh, Matt, did you fucking throw down, or was it just uh, Delgado and uh, Tina? Down, yeah, bro. I you I did talk about other weird shit that I, you know, as anything that's not on the radio that I can feel energy from, I'm all about like all right. clouds and shit. Like I, I love weird shit. All right, uh, Dalton, my boy, the world is your oyster. I love Go how for you just it. like stealing that from Philip. <laughs> yeah, wh- whatever the fuck. I was born before <laughs> that bitch. Fuck off. God damn it. <laughs> fuck. I don't know, man. I just listen to the same shit that I listen to, dude. I don't. Like so I don't fucking, have anything random shit that I listen to. Fucking transatlantic shit. Dude, I I, I absolutely listen love listening to things in like Swedish because I don't have anybody who fucking speaks Swedish. So. Yeah, honest honestly oh, fuck you in the middle of Texas, no one speaks Swedish. Go fuck yourself. There's a lot of people who speak <laughs> German though. There there's a lot of people that speak German and Czech, but the fact of the matter is he's never been to the Czech uh fucking uh area of Texas. So that, I know I've never been to the Czech. Dude, have you been to fucking LaGrange, Flatonia, Giddings, fucking yes. Fayetteville? A lot yes. of people have been to LaGrange. Yeah. I've been to okay. most of the state. state. It's okay. There's a whole fucking song written about it. Hey, 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 you know what? We're not talking about aha, ha, ha, ha. You know, okay. Ben, oh, I've yeah. been to most of Texas. I've been all over the it's state. It's okay. God damn it. Like, I've been around, man. I've been around. I've been upstairs, downstairs, backstairs, upstairs, under the front of <laughs> yeah. I've been over here. Like, have you ever been to like Grange or like Giddings? Like, yes, I've been to all of this place. Have you been to Flatonia though? It's like I got a population of 120. I wouldn't recommend it. What about Wyvern? Probably Weimar? have. I've probably been through most of it. I've driven all through one side of the hey, where <laughs> our podcast is probably going to increase Flatonia's population by 50 percent just by fucking people knowing about it. Uh, Why would they move there? <laughs> because of cheap property value, goddammit! <laughs> yeah, you ass belonker. Yeah, ass belonker, goddammit. <laughs> but no, okay. So, so Dalton, you, you pretty much done with your shit? Yeah, I really didn't have Okay, it. okay. Uh, honestly, I'll, I'll say this, like... Seeing Power Giraffe comes across my fucking genres of shit that I wouldn't normally listen to, but I have an appreciation for. Like, I, I already talked about it in the previous in the previous podcast. I have an affinity for bands that showcase talent, especially those 
that it uh, that showcased talent in multiple mediums and the fact that fucking steam powered giraffe has their own fucking lore and even a comic book to fucking uh go with said lore i appreciate the shit out of that like god god fucking damn it you know i don't fucking give a shit fucking rabbit bunny whatever the fuck uh they got some legitimate fucking talent and for that i have i have my utmost respect for they might not be on my top five because that shit's been etched in stone for god knows how long but they have my respect regardless i don't care what's in your pants just what's in your mind (laughs) you know what what's in my mind is fucking skinned fucking true crime metal let's I'm such a fan of true crime, fucking sword and scale. Bring it like, up. like, yeah, sword and scale, fucking alumni. What up? But uh, so, like, fucking sword and scale, monstro, any fucking fucking channel uh, that does that does true crime. What up? Check out Skinned. They've got uh, fucking shit about Tyler Hadley. Uh, they've got shit about, like, we got John Wayne Gacy, Gary Heidnick, Jim Jones, Tyler Hadley, Michelle Carter, uh, Michelle Carter, Armin Maivez, Richard Ramirez, Eliza Lamb, Catherine Knight. Um, Catherine Knight yeah. is fucked up. She made a fucking skin uh, curtain out of her fucking boyfriend, dude. Dude, it is... John Wayne Gacy had a country song. It'd be like, I got friends in crawl spaces. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, and also, also another fucking thing, like ju- not just in audio, but in video as well. I'm a video editor by self-taught trade, basically. Like, even though I went to school for it, I, I fucking taught myself how to edit videos from the age of fucking 14. Whoever does the fucking uh, video shit for skin, I'm not gonna fucking lie. I I would shake your hand, buy you a drink, and I'd give you a blowjob. I would not give him a blowjob, but I would at least pay for his Uber. Uh, (laughs) After you suck his dick, right? No, I would. I would give that. God damn it, Delgado! Fuck you. You just don't know how delicious dick can be sometimes. I'll, I'll save that. I'll save that shit for you and Connor. Okay, I'll save that fucking privilege. What, for fucking you and your Connor. mom? No, fuck yes. you. Uh-huh. But no, like whoever does the fucking video shit, whoever sets it up, whoever's the director of photography, who whoever does the video editing, whoever's the fucking first assistant <laughs> camera operator, I tip my goddamn hat to you. Because these fucking music videos are fucking cinema in itself. I love every single one of the ones that I've seen. Speaking of Even- cinema, you should see the ones that mean your mom shot. God damn it. Yeah, they were all on a shitty fucking iPhone, dude. It was great. It's all grainy like, and you can see uh, the fucking pieces uh, uh, of doo-doo still in the Ben's like, you can fuck my mom, but you can't fucking film it on an iPhone. Fuck you. No, like, I'll, I'll say this. There is one single that Skin came out with that I've only listened to once, and I think I'm only going to ever listen to it once because it it honestly hit way through it hit through my armor into the soft spot, and I was fucking crying. Was it about fucking your mom? No, it was about it was about a killer by the name of Chris Watts, who killed his own children, along with his wife. Savage, and and his kids. Based, Just a regular Chris Benoit. Like his kids, their last fucking words. Their last fucking words were singing about how amazing their father was, and. 
that shit hit me in a spot that nobody could possibly get to even Dad, with you're so brass. good at killing us yeah like, like if you um, had brass knuckles and were doing haymakers on my face dude, for five hours straight you would not get anywhere close to that shit and it dude, fucking hit me the last sword and scale episode i listened to which was one of the newer ones um it was it wasn't a normal episode where you you play all the 911 calls but it was just the survivor of it talking about her experience and she ended up dating this dude in the air force who uh. like he <laughs> ended, he got her pregnant she had two kids but then he started beating the shit out of her he ended up raping her trying to call her dad on the phone so he can hear her being <laughs> raped so she ended up calling her dad to get them out of there and he ended up coming home shot the dad shot the friend, shot both the children in the head, shot her like three times, killed himself. And like, you can hear Mike Boudet, like he chokes up, dude. Like I've never heard him get emotional over an episode, but he was just like, I'm... give me a second. And you're like, Jesus Christ, bro. Like I, I was crying at work. Like this was heavy shit. Honestly, that surprises me because I'm actually also a fan of Sword and Scale, but I haven't listened to them in a good minute. Alright, um, so, so, Delgado, Tina, y'all are up. What's up? What's, what does music mean to y'all? Uh, for me, because we were a fucking on welfare and my parents didn't believe in fucking therapy or anything was wrong with you, that's what music was for me. That's, like, honestly, I think that's what just carried me through a lot of shit, but... Even now, just the other shit I listen to, I listen to fucking EDM, rap, whatever. It it all kind of goes just to my mood. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. But, yeah, that's just kind of what carries me through everything at this all point. Right. Okay. All right. I'm uh, freedom of expression. Like, like, playing it, listening to it, there's a certain level of freedom. Doing it, listening to it, playing it. And expression too that you cannot say in words you can't say to somebody else absolutely it, it's it's something that's like viscerally animalistic yeah. in a way that's like sometimes music can hit you in a way words can't even if there's like, no lyrics to it speak i mean i can tell you the exact soundtrack i had in every bad deployment scenario that i was in in afghanistan i was like oh okay like I know exactly what artists I was listening to to get through it, what songs, like there's some stuff that I'm all like, yeah, like that helped me without it. God knows what I would be, but. Yeah, if it wasn't for music, the world would, I think, just be a lot much darker. If there would have been a world, if not. If not for music, I would have been a bit up there. I would have been a little bit over there because I would have been like. Exactly. Uh, fucking head off. Without music, the world would be flat. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless of what you're listening to, like you're literally, you're literally <laughs> to somebody's fucking soul. You're literally listening to somebody's thoughts. You know the shit that they're putting into it, and it's like, you know, if you can resonate with that coming from another person, even if it's not a genre you would particularly listen to, that speaks fucking volumes. Yeah. You know that that's some shit you're fucking going through, and it's like you needed to hear that. So, you know, regardless of genre, it is what it is. You're listening to somebody's fucking heart. Yep. Now that we got all fucking deep, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Like... (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, I and also music is. I know they say smell is the greatest memory enhancer, but music is too. Like I know exactly yeah. when I, I listen to certain songs, exactly where I was at that time when I. I've seen videos. I, yep. I've seen videos where they've gone to old folks' homes where people have dementia and don't remember shit, but they will play them music from like the 1920s and they, they immediately they start moving and jiving because they un- yep. they rem- uh, you can yep. never forget a song even if you don't remember yep. it when the song comes on you always remember it i, I know yeah. if you saw that one video yeah. there was a lady in an old folks home had dementia really bad but uh she used to play for the nutcracker ballet in new york or something and she could still play yeah out of her mind not knowing where she was, that she kept in time and in tune. It's a constant, man. It's it's yep. the it's a universal sound, man. That's why you can yep. have American bands go over countries and you have people that don't even know English singing it. That's why you have English people singing along with uh, uh anime Rammstein because just, they like all of us weeps here. Anime intros and outros. Like, I'm kind of a nerd. Like, I talk to people, like, in Italy and shit like that. Um, like, because I'm trying to relearn the language and shit. And we'll talk about music as, like, the main fucking topic. And that's kind of how we teach each other shit is, like, hey, listen to this song and translate it. Listen to this song. But it's, like, all the songs that you would t- show them in English, like, even if their fucking English is shit, they know that song. Absolutely. You, know? you, you give them something, like they know it. You can't, you can't unhear a song ever. Even if you hate it, if it pops up, you're like, uh. Yep. I get it. Big girls don't cry, but if I kick you in the face, you're going to fucking cry. Okay, yeah. No, I'm not going to get over no, the fact that What's Up My Four Non Blondes has been stuck in my head for fucking 12 years. And it's not even the Four Non Blondes version. It's the He-Man version, correct? Yeah. Uh, no, it's, 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 I mean, I guess, yeah, I don't know. It's the one that fucking Dustin Tarrant kept playing his damn truck all the fucking time. Dude, yeah. that's, it's the, he, he burned the He-Man version on that for 30 versions on a CD and it got stuck in his truck. But what was hilarious about he it is. He says it got stuck in his truck. Each time it was burned, it got shittier and shittier. So it kept skipping and skipping the more you listen to the same song, dude. And it, it was it's fucking hilarious. It's been stuck in my head ever since. It just when I wake up in the morning and I step outside. The moment I think it's not in my head, I'll just be sitting there. I'm just like scrolling through Instagram, and then I wake in the morning and I step. And I'm like, I will fucking stab everybody. what's up? <laughs> but like, it's like with people who are anime fans, and I'm in a bunch of anime groups and stuff. A lot of people praising like almost in a cult-like relationship with openings and outros Most oh, people oh, anime Japanese. openings and outros are their own demon man Dude. no but most people don't know what they are in japanese we can sing it we can quote it unless oh. you're fluent you don't realize how kind of corny some of them are or how but phrasing too. But to you, but like not to us as a third country listener, almost you think I'm, it's passionate. You think it vibes with you, even if you don't understand the words. Like, oh my god! Like, and that's 
that's why I love the South Park fucking fun time with weapons episodes, because like, <laughs> let's fight in love. Yes. Hey, hey, let's go to Tachu. Summer Tommy, you're more protect my balls. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. My wife bought me a, a a fleece blanket that's just them as their anime characters. It was the best nice. Christmas present <laughs> I ever got. Unless we you forget. Unless we forget the fucking Death Note intro, which ends with white people, white people, white people. <laughs> Like, it does it totally sound like white people. It does. It do oh, Matt's got the fucking thing. It's fighting yeah. love. <laughs> yeah. It's fighting love. <laughs> but like, no, Shit's like fucking gold. <laughs> you know, like, I think music. I know a lot of modern young people don't appreciate, but. Instrumentals as well. Cowboy proves the point. Absolutely, yes. man. Instrumentals are one of those things that you're like, I feel so much on a song that has no words. Or, or actually, EDM, I guess, is the best example. Modern. Mm -hmm. it's all Modernly, that have yes. no words. For me, I would say classical because I remember when I got into Vivaldi's "Summer and Winter." Those are like 10 minute long instrumentals that are classical that I was like, before Fantasia, like I could close my eyes and just vision all these shapes and and sounds stuff morphing together. Like, Cetacea? Yeah, absolutely. Without metal, there without classical, there would be no metal. A lot of classic, met, classical has- Triad came from classical music like that's not even the triad absolutely man yeah like, that shit's fucking it take because it takes a normal note and it it drops part of it down half yeah, a it's step. a flat third it's a flat yes, third in to... a one three five combo that's why black sabbath by black sabbath sounds oh. as evil as it fucking does oh. <laughs> oh. this is but, why uh, i wanted to get you two together I'm Here we go again. Six times. <laughs> I'll fuck you! God damn it, Duncan, I'll fuck off! <laughs> six times tonight. Let's just uh, go. So, uh, I think it's probably more than six at this point. Uh, possibly. I'll be editing and I'll keep it tally. Fucking god damn it. How many so, times you banged your mom too, so... I'll fuck you! It's zero for all you goddamn fucking <laughs> cocksuckers. Challenge accepted. We all want to. It's all in our heads, babe. God damn, no. damn it. God damn it. Alright, so alright, so Delgado, Tina, and Matt mentioned it. Dalton, you are up, my friend. I don't really know if I want to actually say this answer. Dude, it's all good. It's an open forum and everybody loves us. So. I, 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 it out. Don't worry. Okay. Well, I, I generally know that. It's just the fact that like I I grew up playing music some when I was like three years old. My great grandmother taught me how to play it, uh, the piano, and I absolutely fucking enjoyed doing it. And I don't know, somewhere along the line, I just got disillusioned with it. Like I went to college and I was trying to be a like a music teacher and all this shit, and it just they broke me. Like they broke my wanting of wanting to play music, and I I just. I got to this point where I don't seek out music as often as oh, I used yeah. to. Original 70s fucking print. 
Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath. Oh, yeah, dude. It's the scariest but, album cover I've ever seen. I, I don't even think she was there when they took it. It was just a ghost that appeared. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just actively, I haven't really tried as hard to listen to other types of music because it just, I don't know. It's not as, it just got killed for me in college. And so I mean, I'm just, I, half the time I'm just sitting there kind of like, I don't really yeah. I mean, I get that because it takes what you love and turns it into homework. That's why I hate recording music. I love music. I love playing it and being it. But I'm I'm a live performer. I'd rather get it one take and done. That's Having to play saying. the same shit over and over and over so it sounds perfect is maddening. That's why you depend on fuckers like me to get the fucking recording and shit done. Absolutely. With podcasts, I just show up, talk shit to all my friends, and I can leave, and you take with, care of it. With Spotify for <laughs> podcasters. With Spotify for podcasters, you can sign up and make your own Spotify. But I, I mean, I, I do love music, and I still listen to it quite often. It's just, it's not as it's not as big in my life as it used to be. Hey, Dalton, as a curious mind, though, if I remember right, I remember you saying you had uh, synesthesia back uh-huh. like like eight years ago uh, when we met yeah, or whatever. Back in the day, yeah. yeah um, like, it, is that it's, still it's, true? And is that like, did it go like darker? Or did that It all just broke one day. And it, it just, I, st- I dropped out of college. I stopped giving a fuck about trying to write or make music. Like I'm still trying to get into it to do stuff for the podcast, but it's just so fucking hard for me to grasp or put my head into that fucking sad space now. Man, do I, you still see music? Like, visually see music? Like, No, what? not like I used to. I, I don't oh, wow. do it anymore. Truth yeah, be told, I, like, I kind of threw Dalton into the lion's den with the whole YouTube thing because he is honestly one-manning the fucking uh, gameplay videos and shit. Anything visual that we put onto YouTube... Dalton is the mainline guy to go to for it. He's the one that edits it. I don't touch it because of all the extra shit that I'm dealing with, with all the extra platforms and shit that I fucking sub out to us, or, you know, sub out into, like, the fucking world. Like, we're, we're actually fucking live on, like, I think, I think it's, like, 10 or 11 other platforms aside from Spotify. And I'm fucking maintaining mm-hmm. all of that shit, plus the Twitter page, plus all that other shit, while also editing the podcast and stuff. So he's, he's kind of manning the... He he's learning as he goes with the video editing shit, and I honestly, like he he's learning, he's definitely learning and he's improving. But I definitely feel bad because I feel like I've thrown him to the goddamn wolves. That's not it's not as bad because I mean I do have some editing like I do have some editing experience chops. Yeah, a little bit a little bit of editing chops, but everything comes with a style and a flow and timing, and you got to fucking learn that shit. Yeah, but no, my 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 music got broken as a kid like when i was out of college so So. yeah because it was being hammered into you so much it wasn't even fun anymore it was home i i argued with my teacher because when i was doing uh composition he told me that he thinks that it would be better if i wrote it one way and i said no i really like it this way and he was like well if you don't write it this way i'm just gonna fail you and i said well fuck you i quit i walked out of the fucking school never came back but how is composition is like it's a part it's of subjective. my soul. It's it's who I am. It's not yeah, who it's he subjective. is. It's not objective. You can't like as long as you. Oh. It, the thing is, the guy, the guy that uh, Dalton was uh, learning under, he was trying to turn a subjective art and make it as objective as humanly possible, and then some. 
And like you gotta have a grading scale, admittedly, but as long as you hit technical factors, I guess, like... I mean, it's one of those, like, do you understand the concept of writing? Do you understand the concept of chords? Yeah. Do you understand the concept of, like, you know, where what you use and where you can use it and shit like that? And, and it's like, yeah, but at the same time, you could do whatever you want. Absolutely, it, it, man. It's, it's music. It don't fucking matter what that guy it's wants. It's like when I had one of my anyway. best friends, I had my best friend who played a show with me tell me, dude, you gotta pander to people. And I'm like, how fucking rock and roll is that? How dare you tell Fuck me to you. Censor, censor my shit? Fucking shout out to Charlie. What up? Yeah. <laughs> Charlie has two albums on Spotify. Charlie Gwynn, check them out. They're fucking great. He's like he, a mix between Monoskin and fucking uh, My Chemical Romance. He, he's really yeah, great. Some of his shit. I was listening to it. I really liked it. Actually, he's really great. Okay. He's one of my best friends. He's how I learned to play guitar. But like I said, I I played a show with him. I was supposed to have two shows, two two uh, little sets. And after my first set, they, they canceled did. it and they told me not to come back. Which <laughs> they couldn't. It was Brownwood of all. I mean, it's like country type shit. So like they just they they couldn't handle me. I'm, I was this weird kid in skeleton skinny jeans on a ukulele singing about banging a dead woman. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else, there, everyone else there seemed like they were fucking bored when they were playing their sets. I at least, I brought my energy and you can't, when I'm on stage, that's where I can let everything go. Being yeah. here on the podcast, I can still be my, I'm never not myself. I might not cuss as much when I'm around like my like in church or something, but I'm still never gonna not be myself. No, Don't tell me pander to people ever, ever. I will he, never do that. Fuck you. He he fucking he he fucks our ear holes raw, and I de- I determine where to put the rubbers. <laughs> basically. Yeah, you keep us from barely getting canceled. That's what you <laughs> yeah, basically. I gotta be honest. If someone, if some fucking woke ass dumb liberal hippie comes out of nowhere. <laughs> Yeah, I've listened to podcast lately, and I'm just like, oh man, I'm trying to like fill in the blanks, and I'm like, mm, I think I know where that was. And there's words that <laughs> Bane has to edit before getting kicked out of platforms. See, I, I listen, I listen to a podcast called Come Town, where all they do is make fun of retarded people, and they just talk shit, and it's it's hilarious. <laughs> it's like if Come Town can do it, we can do it. Yeah, absolutely. They're called Comtown. They've been shut off of other places just for the name of their own podcast. Like you literally talked about pissing in cats' buttholes. And like I think this is the first time that was me. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Now we're saying it. So yeah. We're we're bringing it back. That's our word. That's our word. Muzzle loaders for everybody. (laughs) <laughs> Everybody line up. But no, uh, so don't, alright, so I guess, I guess I'm the only one that's fucking... Knock it out, man, it's fucking past 11. It's, it's not, oh shit, it is past 11. Yes, it's 11 I guess, I guess for fucking music with regards to me is like, uh, not to be fucking emo as fuck about it, but like an outward, outward expression. People are as fuck about it? Okay. Fuck you! Fuck you, Delgado! God damn it! <laughs> but no, 
<laughs> but an outward expression of what's fucking like honestly what's going on whether it's an whether it's you know being depicted in the fucking lyrics or like what's fucking going on in your head you know if there's a gauntlet going on uh with you mentally chances are you're listening to a gauntlet of a fucking mosh pit worthy playlist and you know, you're just fucking working your way through it. Essentially, just basically putting yourself in that in said mental gauntlet, just being fucking thrashed and whatnot, just trying to get through the fucking day. And yep. uh, honestly, I that that's just how it is for me. Uh, if you can, if you can, if you want to know how I, how my mental state is, all you gotta look is what I'm listening to on Spotify, and chances are, about sixty percent of the time, you got it right. Or the bottom <laughs> of that margarita mix. It's, it's about three inches from the bottom, but fuck you. Even though it's three inches. Wasting away again. Your bob is about three inches. Oh, fuck you! God damn it, Delgado! Fuck you! <laughs> Would y'all say this is about uh, this is about the conclusion of said uh, episode? Absolutely. I need to eat food before I go to sleep and try to wake up to like try and fix my fucking insurance course. <laughs> your your fuck up, <laughs> dude! I fucking added a whole extra week on to what I needed to do. It's bullshit. But you know what? <laughs> You're gonna fucking bust that shit out and be the fucking best out of everybody that's a new hire. Because it's gonna not pertain to anything I need to do for my actual fucking job. You'll see. Call them and see if they can move it over. If not, (laughs) I might just pay the hundred dollars and retake the course. All right. Well, I guess I'll fucking close this shit. Well. If you got any questions, comments, concerns, bitches, grabs, complaints, then hit us up on MomentumMornings at gmail.com on the offhand chance that you feel like getting some fucking merch from us, then also hit us up at uh, G- uh, MomentumMornings at gmail.com because we will ha- fucking have fucking templates for whatever the hell you want to have. Fucking hats, beanies, mugs, tumblers, uh, stickers, bumper stickers, fucking butt plugs, fucking stickers for your bumper stickers, for your butt plugs, and just fucking, fucking just uh, put all of that shit on there. I don't even fucking care as long as you want it and pay for it, whatever the fuck. We fucking appreciate you all the same. Uh, on the offhand chance that you feel like supporting this podcast, well, one, what the fuck is wrong with you? Second, very, uh, uh, thank you very much. And third, well, you might be able to find us on the about section on whatever fucking platform that you choose to listen to us from because I just recently found out that it's actually on every single one of them. Thank fucking God for hyperlinks and RSS feeds. Jesus. So, uh, you will, uh, you will find that link at https colon slash slash podcasters slash spotify dot com slash pod slash slow slash dot memento dash moron slash support. I fucking hate that fucking hyperlink because it's too fucking hard to say really fucking fast, but fuck it, whatever. And if you want some fucking, <laughs> god damn it, Matt. <laughs> If you want some fucking analog art pieces that are the piece of the resistance from a speak of all trades and Master Juan, then hit up my boy over here, Matthew Lee Bandia. Uh, his fucking, uh, on his fucking Instagram shit, he is fucking showcasing that shit on it. uh, just look up Nosferatu, that's Nazi energy drink, fur is in fur, and a dude is in a fucking dude. He's a fucking talented motherfucker, he will fucking make you whatever the hell you fucking want, whether it's fucking, uh, the world as a kanji symbol, or fucking, uh, Armin Maivez taking a, uh, taking a bite out of Gary Heidnick as he's checking out Jeffrey Dahmer. You know, whatever the fuck, he's got a fucking hard on for that shit. Whatever! Um, if, uh, 
on it. <laughs> we are also on Twitter at Momentum Morons. We are on Facebook. Our group uh, is also Momentum Morons. And we are at over 250 fucking people and growing. Holy fucking shit. We are pulling people from everywhere. I fucking love that shit. Um, hit us up with fucking potential podcast topics. If you want to be featured on an episode, hit us up. We got you covered. And... On that, on that note, uh, unless you want a fucking voice actor by the name of Conor, uh, Connor Edward Gary Impey, who happened to dip out about halfway through this shit because we are fucking long-winded as fuck, uh, that's we. a... Yeah, we are all long-winded as fuck. We are all here, motherfucker. Oh, but, can barely catch his own wind, much less <laughs> ours. Yeah, asthmatic <laughs> bitch. I'm the least winded person here. But, uh, on that note, it... it on that note, uh, I guess uh, I shall bid the adieu. <laughs> Bye. Or an auctioneer voice, because that was perfect. <laughs>